Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. At the Coca-Cola Company, Keurig Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo, some of our bottles can be remade in a whole new way using 100% recycled plastic. New bottles using no new plastic except the caps and labels. Learn more at madetoberemade.org. Well, 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 how are you? You're good? Tonight was Whittemer Thomas, Wit Thomas, Wit, as he's known in the business. That's all he needs is Wit. There's only one Wit. And then uh, Jeremiah Watkins came by and hung out and was uh, being silly with us. It was a fun show. It was a mirage. It was a mirage of silliness. There's a few things I didn't get to in the opening. You know, my addressing a few emails. If you're someone that I wrote an email to and said, oh, I'll talk about it on this week's show, I'll hit it up next week. Mm-hmm. All righty. I just had a burrito and a McFlurry, and I'm a little full, you might say. Alright, I don't need, what am I doing? This show's a little chaotic, but you know, every show is what it is. Sometimes I just let it be that. Um, but it was, Wit is one of my favorite people, and uh, Jeremiah Watkins is uh, awesome. He was really silly and fun. Alright, I'm just rambling. I feel so boring. Then shut the fuck up and start the show. Okay, you're right, that's what I'm gonna do. It's only funny if you do it. If you say you're gonna do it, you don't do it, it's not it. So, okay, the show's starting right now. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh, yes. Let me tell you something. It's, it's just going to be, I feel so relaxed today. Maybe because after doing, I don't want to keep mentioning it, but the pilot. And then this is just like a calm show. Whitmer Thomas is here. Please welcome Whitmer Thomas to the Todd Class Show. Look at Jake, he's already... And by the way, anything that comes into my head, bring the music down a little. I'm going to say it, because then I don't forget to say it later. Uh, I told Jake this on the phone last week. The, the sh- now, you can bring... You can, the music can play a little bit in the background. That way it makes it seem like, oh, yeah. I know what the listeners want. Um, maybe we shouldn't play this yet. We should get all the bullshit out of the way. This is the pre-show. Oh, turn the music off. Right? This is the pre-show. So, hi everybody, and welcome to Todd Glassland. 
That's my new way I start. Um, how you doing, Wit? Doing good, Pull Todd. your chair in, Wit. Oh, because you know I usually do a 10-minute opener. Mm-hmm. You're chilling out a little. Mm-hmm. Sit back and relax. Enjoy your triple Jack and Coke I saw you making over there. Um, also, uh, Aristotle. Well, Aristotle's here every week, and I'm glad he's here tonight. We got here early. We cleaned up. This studio has never been more zen. If you want to say the word zen, I just call all the what. Oh, my God. Is, is that him? Is he here? No. Um, what? I don't know. Um, <laughs> he's going the wrong way. Uh, and then did we mention yet? Because I know we, 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 we might have mentioned that uh, – uh, Jeremiah Watkins. Yeah, because what do, what do I say wrong in his last name? Jeremiah Watkins. Yeah. Jeremiah Watkins. Yeah, you're saying it like the famous actor. Jeremiah, am I saying it right now? Jeremiah Watkins. Okay, Jeremiah Watkins. Jeremiah Watkins. <laughs> Jeremiah Watkins. Jer- Watkins. 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 Well, like you got to say I'm saying. Like, like you're spitting on kids. Am I saying it wrong? Watkins. Jeremiah Watkins. No, you got it, yeah. Oh, I did. I thought we okay. were just going to say it forever. No, no, no. Time. Oh, my God, they're here. Is that him? Um, so he, uh, is a stand-up comedian and really funny, but, but, but I'm telling you the reason I'm excited he's stopping by is because he is also part of the, uh, the, the roast battle mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, he's part of the all Negro wave at the roast battle. Right. And they're all fucking amazing. It's my favorite part about going. I'm actually literally, ex- not literally, literally is not the right word. I'm excited that he's coming. Edit out the word literally. Um, I'm kidding. Edit it back in. Edit it out and edit it back in. And I'll know when you fucking lie to me, Aristotle. Sometimes he goes, oh, I edited it out and I edited it back in. It sounds like you just never edited it out. He goes, ah, that's between me and my editing machine. Um, Todd, you should just go and just be part of the Alt Negro Wave one night. I think. Let me really tell you fun. something. I would that there's not that would make me so happy because they bring joy into my life. When I go watch them, just they they. They just fucking run onto that stage with this burst of nothing has to. It, everything makes sense, even though sometimes you might think it doesn't. Like, why do they have crutches and they're all going across the stage? And I fucking love it. So he's coming by today, and um, you know, just to hang. And, and I know I'm going to have him be doing some bits and stuff like that. But um, and so there's that. And um, what's your name again? Widmer Thomas. Widmer Thomas. So Wit's here, and then Jake is here, and then um, and Kyle McFadden's here. So let me go nice and slow, as I say a lot. Um, don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. I don't have to. Let me say you dump. Oh, uh, Brenton. Oh, Brenton. Brenton. Ah, you talking about wait? Come on. Brenton. He's just got the dump Brenton. cake book. Sure. Brenton with the dump yeah, cake book. He's the one who sent in the dump cake book. So he, what you're right he got a dump cake book from, I think, his grandmother. And he's going to make some <laughs> recipes and send pictures in to us. As a present? That's your shout out, asshole. Um, as a present to us, maybe. I would take it. Just make some of those recipes, Brenton. Brenton Smith. I hope I'm saying your first name right. Brenton Smith. So you're going to send some of those. And we'll, we'll explain dump cake to you later. You're going to love it. Um, and we're going to rip through this really quick. I've already nixed out three things that I can just do in my own, what I call opening it my, you know, into my phone. Hey, I can do all this stuff. Okay. Um, what is this? Oh, I need a listener. I'm asking for a, a favor from a listener that's good at editing. By the way, guess who I met? And I'm embarrassed I forget his name. You know the, the, the jingle that goes blah, 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 shut up? Mm-hmm. He was in I'm familiar with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. Um, it, he was in. Uh, he was in. Um, 
Bloomington, and he came up to me, and I, I, I and and after the show, well, the thing is about these listeners, you know, they're really great people, and you know, so he comes up to me, and we start talking and talking and talking, and the next thing he goes, I don't know if you remember this, but I'm the one who sent you the jingle. Play the one, play that first one till it goes to the very end, because there's my favorite part of it is the first one, and I told him my favorite part of this sh- this one is the the last part where it goes. No, no, the, the guy that sent it in, the first one. You were playing it right, the first one. Hold on. Here it is. Oh, you're right. Here it comes. Pure joy every time. And he's also the one that did the one with uh, It's All About the Bass. So there you go. And he was in Bloomington, fun, smoked a little marijuana after the show, hung out with a lot of Doug Benson, getting Doug with high people. And you know, I'm going to tell you, they're always nice. They're always nice. <laughs> they're always fun. They're always, they are ready. You know, I'm, I'm always hoping that everyone want to go out and be silly and hang out as much as me. So when they are, I'm like, yes, everything's going to be fucking perfect tonight. And they, they were very nice. I said, go outside, hang out, uh, and I'll be out in 10 minutes. I got out there in about three. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, so there's that. Thank you, Brenton. You send us pictures of that. Um, Bloomington is a magical place. Bloomington, um, where is Bloomington? Indiana. Indiana. And the Comedy Attic is, could be one. Of, I'm glad it exists because it makes me know that there is perfection and he does it. He's even meaner than me with people talking, and that doesn't happen. Like, even sometimes I watch him, but I love it. He just, you know, there was, I, I always call it a gnat in your ear. No one's heckling. No one ever heckles at that club. Everyone knows at that oh, club. it's the Todd Glass Show, and he's in Bloomington, Indiana. It's the Todd Glass Show, broadcasting from the comedy attic. It's the Todd God damn it. Jake, you're on fire. Anyway, uh... <laughs> If you were my, if I, if I like girls and you were my girlfriend and then you would just play those jingles for me, you could get whatever you wanted from me. Anyway, <laughs> does that make any sense? Somewhere in there, there's a good story. Anyway, edit that out. Um, I just love the jingles so much. Are you okay over there? Doing great. You know, you know, once I get to you, I get to you like a, like a fuck, you know, and then I, it's all you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um. So Bloomington is a special place. They're very – those audiences, he has – he has, you know, oh, so I'm, 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 I'm hanging out before the show. And no one's heckling, but I hear talking. And I don't know what it is. I say it's like a gnat in my ear. Heckling is a gnat in my ear. Someone's yelling out towards the stage. That's not a gnat in my ear. I know what it is. That's actually easier to deal with. But when it's just – these people don't realize they're worse than hecklers because they're not yelling out. They're not heckling. They're just – these two people in the middle of the crowd are having a full conversation. Not even, like, secretive about it. Not even like, oh, shit, what are you going to get to? You know, no, they're just talking. And Jared goes over there. He goes, and I see him, and I go, and it doesn't look good what he's doing. But I love it. I fucking get my bloods flowing. And, I, and I, as soon as he walks back to near the sound booth, I go, come in here, Jared. <laughs> Tell me exactly what you said. And don't get nervous. I love it. He goes, I said, there's zero talking in this room. Zero. Zero. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I even felt bad for the people. But guess what? They learn. They learn, and if they love comedy, they, they get over it. If they don't, they don't get over it, and they never come back to his club. It was pure joy working at that club. If you're a comedian and, you know, Jared can be a little crazy, but guess what? 
So is every great comedian that we know in the history of the world. At least he's crazy for great comedy. He fucking loves comedy. That club is, there's only two clubs, and I, I can give a lot of credit to a lot of clubs all over. There, the, I, at DC Improv, the Heliums, I, I give really, but at his level, he scours that room like Largo. That's right, that's Jared. He, matter of fact, some people think it's wrong, but while you're performing, he walks around the room with this music playing. All right, you motherfuckers. Don't think. But with it all, for the people that love comedy, there's a lot of love in that room because they come see comedians they like in the perfect atmosphere. And, and you know, let me tell you something. If I live near Bloomington and I knew a comedian I liked was going to be 10 minutes from me or 20 minutes from me at an ich club, or I had to drive an hour to go see it in Bloomington, I'd go fucking get my car and go to Bloomington, which I met a lot of people that did that. They got like some, some of them were a lot younger. They got a cheap hotel. And they said, yeah, we just came up. We want to see comedians we like here as opposed to I don't want to say where. And then let me give a little um, – let me, let me give a little shout-out to this guy. There's a, there's a guy that listens to the show, a kid I should say, and his name is Jake, like you. And he came to all the shows. We're, he's the one that had a little bit of a problem with uh, drugs like my nephew had. And we, we've given him kind words. On the show, and I wrote down here because he really said, he goes, can you send, like, my, like, love to everybody on that show that when that microphone they passed around and we were like, you motherfucker, you can do this. We, like, we gave it everything we had. Because, like, when you're going through sobriety, I get it. You can't be like, and, you know, you know, you need someone to fucking with grit and fucking. And he came to every show. Jake Dostal. Jake. Jake Dostal. And let me tell you something. It was a privilege to meet him. He was the most decent, kind, gentle soul. I know he listens to the show. He's going to hear this, and that's okay. You deserve to hear it. You have greatness in you. And let me tell you something, you little fuck. You're not going back. You're not going back. Because like Dr. Phil says, I'll fucking hunt you down, you little motherfucker. You think you can hide from me? I can't. I will fucking hunt you down. Your dad, he already went on Facebook. Jake is, talks to your dad every day. Am I right? I mean, yeah, he tucks me in every yeah, he, night. Every night. And he, and he, <laughs> he texts you every night. <laughs> he texts Jake every night. And he says, yes, he's doing good. He, he, so far, he's been about a year. He smokes a little pot, but that's it. He's been a year and a few months clean. And he was pure joy to hang out with. I felt like I was in the presence of somebody that was special. And, and um, he said he didn't care for me so much. <laughs> um, okay, this is the last thing. And we're going to open it up to... Uh, so... We're going to talk about the last Letterman, and then we're going to uh, take a break, get some fresh air, and we're going to have so much fun. And let me tell you something. I'm so excited that uh, you're here. I really am because I'm relaxed when you're here. And I, when I'm relaxed, I work at my best. So once we take that <laughs> – he's making a funny face. Which, but By the way, the people are picturing it. Maybe we'll – take a picture of his face and put it on the internet. Um, so um, – so, uh, and Hamish, we already, we'll talk about you next week. You're, you're doing fine. One baby steps, baby. Um, so I watched The Last Letterman. And, 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 and uh, whew, I'm hot. Let me put the fan up here. Is that okay? I watched The Last Letterman. And I, when Johnny was, I think I've said this before, when Johnny was leaving, uh, it, 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 I knew it was sad, and, but it, didn't, it, wasn't, it didn't, didn't do it for me. Even though I grew up watching Johnny, it, didn't, it wasn't what touched me. Watching Dave, my friend Will came over last night and also Nick Lipa, and we watched it. And I didn't want a big group because I wanted people that adored him, adored him. And 
I'm going to go long on this because it, it, it it gives him the compliment he deserves. I am not somebody that says back then, oh, comedy back then. Everyone on the show knows that. Okay, that I kept that pretty short. So I'm not making a dissertation on comedy where it's at. Stand-up comedy is better than it's ever been. Better than it's ever been. Like Patton Oswalt said, good, we should want it to be better than it's ever been. The generation before should do comedy every year. Every 10 years it should get better and better and, and more real and, and, and just different. It is. It is. And I'm not uh, – as far as shows go on television, I'm not saying it. There's so many great shows on television now. So many great different shows that couldn't have been on the air 20 years ago. TV is fucking awesome where it's going with Netflix and, 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 the, and you, know, you know what I'm talking about. I am making a comment on a small slice, not because, oh, I grew up with David and people – no, no. It's not fucking that. And the slice of late-night television, nobody – I have to go along with this – even though I think everybody, and I'm not going to mention names, uh, is doing a pretty good job with that formula. It's a, it's a, it's a desk and it's a thing. And, and how, do you, how do you freshen that up? Probably my favorite, not, not probably my favorite, is Kimmel. I think he's taken a very tired formula and really freshened the fuck out of it. And some of their bits they do and their field pieces. And, uh, but even if there's one you don't like the most, like there's one you go, that's my favorite, that's my second favorite, that's my least favorite, they're all doing a pretty good job at reinventing a very tired formula. But nobody is doing more than Letterman did 30 years ago. It's just the fact. It's not my opinion. Nobody's tearing it up. So, so I think when Ray Romano said, yeah, it's like that song, The Day the Music Died, when Letterman leaves, there's no one, even guys that are on the scene that are, you know, whether they're 30 or 32, there's nobody coming along and shredding the fuck out of the conventions of that type of show, even with the compliment I gave everybody. And I really did. I, I wouldn't want it. I couldn't take that formula. If someone said, Todd, you can have a show. But you have to stick with the desk. And ladies and gentlemen, here, then they walk out, and the audience applauds, and there's a desk. And I, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want It's hard. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. So, but nobody's doing what he did 30 years ago. So, and the connection he had with the audience. And last night I was talking to a comedian um, from the Bay Area. Uh, what is his name? You knew Marcellus? his name. Marcellus. And he said something very simple. He says he managed to be, for 33 years... Honest. If he was Wait, grumpy, who? Uh, uh, Letterman. Uh, Marcella oh, got it, got said it, that it, about it, Letterman. He managed to be honest. If he was, if, if he was grumpy, he was grumpy. If he was happy, he was happy. And when someone shows they're grumpy, when they're happy, you believe they're happy, as opposed to being even all the time. So I got more emotional than I thought that I would because I have grown to like that as comfort television, and it was just. Like, wow, watching some of the clips, and I thought they did a great fucking job. The fact that Andy Kindler made it into that montage at the end. Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters comes on, and they do a song. They really only show them singing for about 15 seconds, and then they go to the montage, and it moves. It's clip, 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 video clip, clip, and then it picks up pace, and the song goes on and on and on, and it goes clip, 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 band, big act, big act, big act, boom, 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 and then it picks up pace more, and you're like, what the fuck? The body of work that this guy did is like fucking... It's crazy. And uh, the, my favorite part of the whole night was when they're showing, like, the president, this president, that president. Like, they go back to Bush and both Bushes, and then they have, like, and then all of a sudden at the end of all of it, goddamn Andy Kindler makes it into the montage. And I was so fucking happy for him. I thought, you don't get a bigger trophy than that. I told him he should kill himself. <laughs> no, I did. I called him last night. I'm, you know. Um, 
<laughs> it's not going to get better than that. And I was so proud of him, and I was so fucking like my blood was flowing. He made it in there. That is a big deal. It was three-second clip, three-second picture of Andy Kindler performing on the stage, if I remember correctly. But I'm like, that's about as big as a deal that you – that was a big deal as a comedian. I was like, fuck, that is so cool. But my favorite moment of the night was when they showed Harry in the audience – his son, and he really, you know, usually when they have people in the audience that realize they're on camera, they, you know, they perk up and they look. He never really, he, my perception of this was, he knew that his dad, he knows who his dad is. And he looked around that room. I don't know if he's ever been to a taping before. I would imagine he has been. Um, oh, by the way, I'm going to cut here real quick to mention this. He never explained, which I was hoping he did. Someone said he, they, they talk about it in the article, the Rolling Stone article, why he runs across the stage. They explain that, and that's because, um, well, I don't want to, it doesn't, I don't know. Something to do with because he, after his uh, heart attack, one of the things he thought will ever be able to run again, and that's how he got rid of his stress. Oh, really? So, yeah. So every night, that was like, just to run across that thing and go, (laughs) I can fucking do it. And he hauls ass. He moves. He's not dilly-dallying. He's, well, he's 67 years old, and he is, he he can move like a fuck. (laughs) But that... My friend will explain to me, but why when he's done that, he goes to the other end of the stage. You'll see, and he leans against the wall, and that he didn't explain. But So that's what I would like to know. Maybe I'll ask Andy Kindler. But back to his son, and then we'll take a break, and we'll get this show started. Um, did you, who did you grow up with watching, uh, Wit? I liked Letterman as a kid. Letterman and Conan. Like, good, good. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention Conan in my thing, because I think Conan... When he came aboard, his bits, Conan's bits were the first to resonate with me as me and my friends did bits. Like, it seemed like his, they're just sitting around, oh, it'll be the, the bear that, the, you know, that comes out and does this. Like, me, that, all the bits that me and my friends did were like, this guy's doing it. So Conan very much excited me when he came onto the scene. I, I, I should have remembered him before. I just, I, I just forgot about mentioning Conan. But I shouldn't because it was, that was, I agree with you. That was great. And Letterman, uh, did you, did you grow up like, is there someone and it? And it doesn't have to be Letterman. That's that's the point. You don't 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 feel any stress. No, I mean, honestly, what if you like Arsenio Hall? I haven't really got watched late night that consistently my entire life. Um, but I mean, I think now that since I've started doing comedy, I watch it more. Uh, but it was, I don't know, for Letterman last night, it was so cool. I went to the oh yeah yeah that's store what, so it. what did they do there? Man, I, it was what was cool about it is because I watched some of it in the back. Uh, they have a back room with a bar and a TV, but then also they have everybody was watching on the patio, which is usually kind of rowdy and talkative. But when Letterman was on, the entire patio was completely quiet uh, and just watching. And you know, obviously during the commercials and stuff, they were talking. But to get you know, there's probably maybe 50 people out there just and it was, outside. You're saying you could of, hear a pin drop. Yeah, I mean, everybody was just fully I wish I would have gone because, you know, Jake told me about it, and I, that's what I was nervous about, that I really wanted to hear every word he had to say. It would have been fun watching it with other people that loved him as much as I did. And then didn't you say they had, like, old video of Letterman at the store? They did. They didn't end up playing him. Oh, they night. didn't? Yeah, but uh, I know they have them. Uh, well, they showed his son in the audience, and it's like, you know, my friend Will was saying to me, like, he goes, I, I, he's saying, like, he got he got nervous that he w- he goes you know I, I I think this is going to be more emotional I go Will you pick the right person to watch it with I it's going to be emotional and it's not he it's not crazy it's normal he was he there was a consistency with him and you, it was like you go home and you watch it and I thought uh, who's the guy that took over for James Corden mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Late Late Show and he said something that 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 I forgot that if you were out and you were bored with your friends and you were like oh and it's eleven fifteen. I can just go home in 15 minutes and be with Dave. 
and know that I'm going to have a great time. And I remember nights like that. Certain nights, no, I stayed out because other nights I'm like, I could go home and you know be with Dave in 15 minutes. I can get home in 15 minutes and be with Dave. And um, so it was just when they showed his son in the audience, just not really being aware of the camera and looking around, and he was like so adorable. He's so cute, and he's sitting there with his mom, and then Dave goes. He goes, and no, Harry, I did not forget, and I hope I say this kid's name, name right because I, lo- I love that there's two lucky people in the world, him and Todd the cue card guy. <laughs> God damn it. That's a great thing to get at the end of Letterman's career. The bigger uh, joke when he's like, oh, my cue card writing can't get any bigger. Yeah. He had one cue card that just said <laughs> G-E-R on it. Obviously insinuating. <laughs> I know. I loved it. I loved it. And uh, he goes, no, I did not forget Harry, my, my son Harry asked me if I could give a shout-out to Tommy, I hope I say his name right, Tommy Roboto. I probably said it wrong, but I thought that, and then they cut to Harry's friend. He's 11, and he's in the crowd, and everyone is going nuts. He goes, Tommy Roboto, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was like, my, I just started crying because I was like, I don't know why. It wasn't really sad, but it was like... Look, you know, that's what I love about Dave. Like, he just and, – and his son, Harry, perked up. You could tell, like, oh, my God, my dad remembered. It's his <laughs> – it's just his dad, you know, and I love that. Who else in the world? Like, it's just – it's just – it was just very special. And um, Tommy Roboto. I want to – I think you should start a Twitter page. I went on today. A lot of people saw it, but no one um, – he did not – he does not have a Twitter – not a Twitter page. He does not have a Twitter account, so – now, here's the last thing we'll do, and then we'll, we'll, we will take a break. Um, so Norm MacDonald performed as one of the last – he was the last stand-up comedian. Not only was his stand-up, god damn it, was it tight and great and just fucking right there. Every ounce of what he did was great. You know what I mean? You could have said, eh, stand-up was a little bit – I love Norm, but, but his tribute was beautiful. No. Everything. His opening line. I don't want to brag, but me and Oprah are making the same thing tonight. You know? <laughs> And then he does his set, then he tells him, and then he starts to cry, and it's real, and, 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 and you could tell the audience, they weren't sure, so they laughed, because, yeah, I could see, you think Norm might be doing a bit, he wasn't. He started to tell his favorite, uh, well, I think we have the clip, so, and then what he said to Dave, it couldn't have been said more perfect. It lightened me, because it's what I would want to say to Dave. Not only, what I, not only what he said to Dave, how he prefaced it, and it was just really beautiful. So... What we'll do is we'll roll in this clip. You have it of Norm, right? And then after that, maybe we'll, we'll find a song that we think. Because why not make it dramatic, God damn it? It's goddamn David Letterman. So we'll roll in Norm's clip. And then when Norm, clips end, when Norm clip ends in post, well, no, we have the song actually right here that we're going to play. So we'll, we'll roll in that. Then we'll take a break. We'll come back, and we're going to have a great time. But, you know... I I really didn't realize till watching that last night how many years I had spent with him. And I really found myself saying things like, I hope he's going to be okay, you know? And then when I saw his son, I was like, oh, he's going to be fine. He's got his son. Like, but um, he really, you know, it's, he's, he's a special, he's a special person and, 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 and really just tore the shreds out of late night television and, and did a great job of it. And like everybody says, you, you know, it's like he's, I'm going to fucking miss him so much. Last night I realized that halfway through the show, I'm like, you know, the comfort television that he, that he brings you is just the comfort of him every night. And Paul Schaefer and is that like even through to his last goddamn show, and I don't know what emotions were flooding through his body. Should I have done this? Could I have done it another year? Maybe he's going, no, I'm going to miss it, but I'm happy. But he still brought us comfort television because you were like, 
Oh, oh, fuck, he's leaving. Like, he's still putting on a show. Like, everything's okay. And they still went through the motions, and they did everything, and it was great. And I'm probably not doing it justice. So here's Norm MacDonald on his, on his last performance, and then we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. But we'll listen to this. And, you know, you, know, you guys, we all know that David Letterman was the greatest talk show who, uh, host who ever lived. But I... I remember Dave differently because the first time I saw him, I was 13 years old. I was living in... Uh, <laughs> Where he's getting choked up. I was living up. in Toronto, Canada, and I went to a talk show they had there. And uh, David Letterman was the stand-up comedian on the show. And uh, I loved stand-up. And David Letterman did this joke that I told everybody... This joke, I love this joke. It still uh, stays with me as my favorite stand-up joke ever. So I'd like to do it for you if you'd like to hear it. <laughs> he goes, um, I, uh, I, I was on the street the other day, and uh, I, uh, I saw a garbage truck. And on the back of the garbage truck, there was a small sign that said, Please do not follow too closely. Another of life's simple pleasures, ruined by a meddling bureaucracy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you remember the old days when, when Dad would pile the kids in the station wagon and we'd all go out and follow a garbage truck? So anyways, I'd just like to say I know that uh, Mr. Letterman is uh, 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 not for the mawkish and uh, he, has, uh, he has no truck for the sentimental. But if something is true, it is not sentimental. And I say in truth, I love you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Very funny, Norm, and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we'll be back. Oh, from Ursula eating to this. Guess who's here? And you're going to hear that I'm not lying. You listened to the opening of this show. I gave you, I said nice things about you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm paranoid I'm going to say his last name wrong Because you got me all nervous over here Turn the music off Turn the music off So Jeremiah is your first name, obviously Yeah But I keep saying, is it Watkins? Yeah, you got oh, it Oh, Jesus got it. Christ Put the music back on They'll never know Ladies and gentlemen, Jeremiah Watkins is here Hey Hey, guys All right, well, we got to wrap it up Okay, well, uh, thanks so much for having me on yeah, the show, you're Todd You're uh, uh, can I uh, do uh, some plug? No, we're out of time. Oh yeah, we're out of time. Okay, I was going to do. Time. I was going to do a quick plug, but uh, uh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, really great conversation. Good night, everybody. Show. Night, everybody. Thank you so much. All right, let's get through this opening. Here we go. You ready? Hi, Todd. It's Baron. Wow. Baron. I don't know what I got to do to get on your fucking show. Wow. It's a big deal. This show's real. Fucking around. The Todd Glass situation. A bunch of lies about my personal life and a bunch of true stories about my 30-year career in stand-up comedy. Please welcome to the program the very funny Todd Glass. What? You got better? 
Uh, Fucking idiots. Sick of this shit. I love to be negative. It's fun, comedically. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt my own in my own opening. Hey, it's Zach. Zach. By the way, can you pause this? I really want to come. I've got stuff to promote. I didn't play this last week, and I got a lot of emails, people asking for it. So I know Jake doesn't read them because I get up at 4 in the morning and, and clear them out of the account before he gets up. <laughs> I tried to think of a time before he gets up because I know he caddies. I go, Jake, what are you doing? Like He goes, oh, he gets up before people go to bed. Okay, you can play the rest of this. Thought that would get a bigger one. Fucking ridiculous. I'm so tired of getting walked all over. And I stole that joke. I did. People say people get fishing. People that fish, they get up earlier than people that go to... I don't know what they say. The Todd Glass situation. A bunch oh. of lies about my personal life and a bunch of true stories. About my 30-year career in stand-up comedy. Please welcome the program. The very funny oh. Todd Glass. It's, you know, it's, it's heartwarming. It's like Letterman's tribute. Every night I get it. The entertainer's entertainer, wow. Todd Glass. Let me tell you something about this because I like to start a show big, and you know a lot of people don't know that you've I don't you know you've been here before. I try to make it like we have new people, um, but I want a big opening. I don't have some fake show. This is a real show, so I call Jimmy Kimmel. I go, Jimmy, fucking throw me a bone. Is one of our favorites. He's making his 68th appearance on the show. The son of Maureen and Paul Glass. Todd grew up in a small town outside Philadelphia, a town that knew nothing of show business, but. The popular Conestoga High School student had a revelation while hosting the Senior Class Variety Show three years in a row. He loved to perform. Todd appeared locally at Smokey Joe's Talent Night every Tuesday. Okay, and this is nice. I'm going to say. Long before his career was shooting skyward, brightly lighting the Hollywood sky. Todd has appeared on the cover of Rolling Stone eight times, People Magazine 12 times, and Good Housekeeping once. <laughs> However, Todd is best known for his work with underprivileged children, having donated millions of dollars to charities all okay. over the world, all without taking a I single like tax this. deduction. This is an exciting night for us because tonight, for the first time ever, the most handsome man in all of show business, with a head of hair to die for and cheeks that every grandma wants to squeeze, has agreed to share with us his beautiful singing voice. Even his most adoring fans will be surprised to know Some ideas that are. Todd has written over 7,000 songs. Wow. Of them today, plus four poems and a limerick. And Don't forget the Fuck Festival with Jake Adams. His new CD, Todd Glass, In Your Face, The Way You Like It, is number two on the charts, and it has not even been recorded yet. Ladies and gentlemen, a man that needs no introduction, Mr. Todd Glass. All right, now listen up, listen up. I don't mean to be, you know, uh, yeah, that's nice. I'm not going to lie. But I said a little bit more, maybe. Please say hello to comedy's national treasure, Todd There you Glass. go. That's a fucking intro. That's the way you start a show. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. I do a real show. We have a real audience. Our producer's in another room. The way It's a real show. Hey, I also want to talk about the Jake Adams Fuck Festival. A lot of people thought it was just a funny jingle we made. but in- Hey, ladies. Any of you want to fuck Jake Adams? The Todd Glass Show. A real fuck festival. So we're really doing good with this, and we raised a lot of money this weekend, and I don't mean to be serious right up front of the show, but Jake fucked, uh, uh, you know, it was it was consensual, obviously. Otherwise, it's, you know, it's uh, not it's not a good situation. Sure, they paid. They paid a good but they amount. Paid paid for a good cause. they paid 750 women. And that was just Saturday. No, I don't. How many do people fuck? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, like I have no idea. I try to use that as my go-to. I don't know what people do. I don't know. Anyway, we raised uh, fifty-five dollars. Anyway. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so that's that. Whitmer, how are you? 
Doing good, Todd. Well, the word out on the street is that, you know, I do serious interviews now, yeah. so people are afraid. Like, how's life? Mm-hmm. How's life? Life is good, you know? Got a great girl. Well, you do? You have a girlfriend now? Got a girl. See the way I do regular interviews? Yeah. You think the other podcasts are nervous now? They're like, oh, Todd Glass can do no jingles, no bells and whistles. Wait. Although I do play you in. Let's play him in with his new intro. Okay. The new one. Whitmer Thomas is here tonight. And maybe CJ. We didn't know if he was. Thomas is here tonight. And maybe CJ. I didn't know if he was going to come or not, so I just said maybe. And he ended up not coming to George Carlin, right? That's classic CJ. He's not here. Classic. (laughs) Can I tell you? I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to get 90% there. God, I'm so professional already. Mm -hmm. Um, The the email that he sent me, he goes, I'm sorry that I did not have time to do – to George Carlin, this is what he wrote. I'm sorry I didn't have time to do a longer jingle, but when I reached over to grab my microphone, my head fell off. (laughs) I'm like, you motherfucker, you got me. Uh, and my head fell off. Yeah. That's a CJ original. CJ came up with All it. Right, this is not going well. No, no. Oh, no. I feel like the whole show's in Wait, the show. Wait, I thought this was a, a serious interview. <laughs> this like, is? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so back Wait, to that. Wait, like, let's do it like real panel. And you'll... So you, let's do it like a real talk show panel. All okay. Right? You, I, I just like you said, take control. I just said I'm a... I got a new girl. Okay, so... Okay. You just asked me how are things, and I say... Okay. So, like if I had a talk show like with a couch? Yeah, and I, I have a great oh, bit about I it. I don't even like to fake this. It's so like hard to care. No, no, no. Just let's I'll do try it. it. Let's so try now it. I hear you have a new girlfriend. Yeah, I do. She's from Southern California, which is a little bit weird because I'm from Alabama. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say after that. Seriously, that's all that came to me. I didn't know. Yeah. That's hard. You know who does it? <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel does it great. Like he, I think sometimes he's interested because he genuinely is interested. But also I think when he, it's hard for you, when the guest just gives nothing, he keeps it moving pretty good like, yeah. and makes it, manages to be cool. I wouldn't know. What, what do uh, I good. say? That's different. No, but, hey, you know what? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess hey, what would you say? Because I'm from Alabama, I guess you'd go. Great, sounds like a bad act. Well, yeah, my girlfriend's from Alabama. I'm from this place. Well, then, it's going to be but, nutty. But talk show hosts have to deal with that all the time. They, they do. Have to go. So I hear you got a new car. Ugh. Yeah, I got a new car. Yeah, but if you count an old car as new, and then they go, right. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so what the hell are they? It's saying? it's very hard. By the way, that's why someone and I think I hope it's. I'm not just saying this because I'm trying to be, but. All right. I don't think it deserves this music, but Jake's in charge of that. Listen, all I'm trying to say is that someone's going to have to come along to the late night landscape and really fucking rip the shreds out of it. And I think I have what it takes, but that's all I want to say for now. Okay, Mm. listen, so I'm happy that everything's all right. How's your, uh, is your mom still dead? She's still dead. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. No, no, I just check. I check. Oh, yeah, she's a friend of dead. mine. It's always weird, but that's... No, I always check, too. I call her phone make sure it's turned <laughs> off. <laughs> I, I have to tell this every time because it makes me not feel bad that I would ask you about that about your mom, and I'll tell you why. I, don't, I think I've told you this, but maybe not. Because I remember... I, now that I think back, I remember that it was probably scary the first time someone did that to me. And it was a friend of mine, and... He, you know, he, but he said, when I first said that, I was, didn't know you well enough to think, could that offend you? And all of a sudden he saw me, he goes, hey, is your dad still dead? I'm like, 
laughing so hard because it's the. F- and then, I, of course, I go, "Why would you fucking ask me that?" Of course, my dad's still dead. He goes, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> I always check if I haven't seen someone in a while. And that became our joke. So that's wait. Reason. I got a new development though about my dead mom. I really do. In well, real your, life. your mom has. She's passed away. My mother passed away. That I know. And she liked five. she liked breaking on walking uh, glass, right? Breaking on glass. What was the song she liked? Walking on broken glass? Yeah, well, you act like I wasn't even she close. She that song. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I don't I remember s- ever telling you that as well. Oh, that's why you look confused. Yeah. Because I said walking on broken gl- glass, broken, and you looked at me, and then the word, the song you had had the word glass in it, so <laughs> it was pr- pretty close. No, I'm not an asshole. No, no. Uh, <laughs> you told me that because we played... We talked about your mom seriously and mm-hmm. found out she was into music. And then when we took a little break, we put one of her favorite songs in there. Uh, and that's yeah, how I remember. Okay, yeah, that was yeah. one of her favorite songs. But so oh, she, my mom is an identical twin. Gross. Identical. Really Unless okay. they're hot. They were beautiful. I have a oh, picture. nice. I'll that's nice. That's a good story. Yeah, yeah, that is actually a nice story. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you were like, oh, gross, I was like, oh, that is super gross. But then you were like, oh, but beautiful people are interesting. Oh, that's very, very cool, man. I'll show you some more people. For some reason, it's just more heartwarming when people are beautiful. I don't know what it is. You should actually be. You know, she is. my mom. Well, because for some reason in this society, when. Oh, she is? Uh, is that your mom? That's pretty, yeah. The Who's one, the woman next to her? That's her pew, identical pew, twin pew, sister. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, that's what a, is that? It's a laser gun because she's so hot. Pew, 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 pew. That's my mom and her identical twin sister. See, that's who Jake is. Yeah. He, you know, that's who he is. He's silly. Yeah, you're That's the kid. Who he is. Hey, ladies. When everybody want to fuck Jake Adams, the Todd Glass Show, a real fuck festival. So anyway, the tickets are selling. Is this festival doing. open for submissions, or how is it? Is it yeah. closed? Anybody could do it if you'd like to be part of the sure. fuck festival. Yeah. Uh, now, do you look at EPKs or what do you look at whenever it's for consideration? BKs? Well, we go for the uh, w- w- the fuck festival. We're more into this the personality. Okay, I like yeah, how yeah. I'm trying to genuinely answer this. Like, <laughs> like, like how would I really? Uh, it's first of all the whole thing. If you break it down, is not good. There's something gross about it. <laughs> right, but right. Well, to raise money for a charity, ask. it's to raise money for a charity. What's old wit? What does that mean? Do we play Whitmer this? Thomas. Whitmer Thomas. Power violence. Power violence. Whitmer Thomas. Whitmer Thomas on the Toglass show today. I got to be honest, I added into that one a little. It wasn't weird. I want you to let you know, because Joe, I think he's getting upset or something. Yeah, because he gets mad because without him. I, some people say, I don't think he listens to the whole show, so I'll just tell you, that his, his jingles are getting a little flat. Mm. Well, play it without me. Mm. Whitmer Thomas. It's not in key. It's nice. Power violence. Now play it with me. Put a lot of Whitmer Thomas, power violence. Yeah, much better. Whitmer Thomas, back on the Togless show today. Whitmer Thomas. All right, I'm done with this bit. It's not really, it's not really interviewing you properly. Let's get back to the interview. Okay, so, so how's your career? On the phone. <laughs> I didn't finish my my mother Man, story. She's fine. No, she's not. <laughs> oh, she's not. Okay, you're right. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. I got to be honest. I, I forgot she had died. Well, there's been a weird phenomenon. There's been a weird phenomenon. 
Okay, so that picture I showed you, that's her and her identical twin sister. My aunt. My and, aunt and your aunt is still alive. My aunt is still alive. Yes, she My is. aunt, when my mom... <laughs> <laughs> when my mom passed away, my aunt moved into my mom's house. Hmm. My mom's identical twin sister moved into my mother's house, Whoa. into town. Is that, that's okay, right? That's fine. But now, when I go home... After she, di- oh, you after she died. When I go home to hang out... You go you know, to your mom's house. No, I don't. I just go I go get a place with, you know, where... fancy I hotel. don't stay at my mom's house. Uh, but I'll be hanging too out. Much? Is it just, seriously, is it just too much for you? No, I, yeah, for sure. I don't want to stay there. It's too, it's, it is emotional to stay there. But while I'm just hanging out, like I'll go to a bar or something, I'll see an acquaintance of mine from high school, and they'll go, hey, man, I was just uh, driving by your house. I saw your mom watering the uh, plants. Oh. <laughs> and I always go, my mom died five years ago. <laughs> well, you don't. <laughs> Do you really? Uh, why? That's, you got to say like, that nicely. Instead of saying my mom has an identical twin, I like to go, my mom died five years ago, <laughs> no, which is Jesus. true. Can I tell you something, though? <laughs> and I'm being honest, and I know I'm right. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good. At I least you know it. Because they, they don't. See a it's, ghost. A, it's an honest mistake. <laughs> They're so confused. <laughs> no, it's not a ghost. They do see her. But they think, it, like, whoa, 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 whoa. The ideal situation is that they'll go look up the name Jenny Henderson and read her obituary and be like, who the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> okay, here's what a professional would tell you to do. And I'll, I'm the professional. <laughs> Uh, I would no. Actually, I'm not. I I love these hypotheticals when they're asked to by, like, if I ask my friend Kevin, who's a who's a has a almost Dr. Kevin Sousa something how to deal with family situation. If you really are open to it, they really give just good, clean, well thought out advice. That's how they're trained to think. It's not bullshit. It's like if I listen to Kevin and I have a situation, he will give me tangible advice to go actually deal with the situation. Different than I would have thought of. And it's very clean and it's very neat. So there's an answer to this question. And I bet it is if you ask someone like that. They're not right, but how do, but my guess is – and I, by the way, also know I love that you do that. I think it's what I would do too maybe. <laughs> but I'd lay it on a little harder. My mom's – you know. But uh, to say maybe nothing, and I'll tell you why. Because you know when you say somebody, oh, you're my, – my dad's dead, so I can talk from a place of authority. But I remember once like somebody goes, oh, your dad, joke. And somebody else went, my dad's dead. Right. And a friend of mine goes, all right. Like, he was 19. He goes, it's not about your dad. It's a fake dad we make up. Shut the fuck up. And he was right. And the other guy backed down. Shut up. You don't ruin a joke to go. So if that's true, then with your mom, to go, my mom died. And that person feels horrible. They're like, I know I saw her water in that goddamn lawn. <laughs> Ask me. I want to be like, what I, if I was going to do what you do, here's how I would do it. Hey, I saw your mom water in the plants the other day. <laughs> no, that wasn't a good cry. But if I could do a no, good cry, the way you got to do it is you got to go. Like my mom died five my years mom died ago. Five years dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh wait, and hold like, on. I'll do it. I'll do it. Ask me. Ask off. my mom. Just ask me. Ask um, my. Ask me. I saw. Do what I said. Hey man, I saw your mom watering the plants the other day. My mom died five years ago. <laughs> That's exactly how you got to do it. Oh my god, can I have that? This jingle? It's from Smokey and the Bandit. I lost my virginity to this I'm taking music. that. I'm going to make a note of that. And then you're like, sorry, my cell phone ringtone just went off. This is a good cell phone ringtone. It's Starbucks. You're in line. Play it up loud. Let's put it in the house. What is it called? 
It's, it's the theme song to Smoking the Oh, by the way, okay. this could be one of my favorite bits if we want to oh, go wait. around the room and get let everyone have a turn. Do you want to let everybody well, have a I turn? Well, I just did mine. I did mine. No, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> With that? The mom no, no, died. No, we're going to have a new one. Okay. You're going to like it. So let me just take a deep breath because we all wanted to get some fresh air. So we'll just use a, we'll use a deep breath. Oh, I'll tell you what we'll play instead of taking a deep breath. I was driving down the street to George Carr, and this is true. That means the truth. And I was a little stressed out. So I thought of this song that my mom used to sing. I've never done anything like this. Your mom. Great. No. <laughs> we get it. You got a mom. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. But listen, I was driving down the street the other day, and I got a little stressed out. And I actually thought of this thing my mom used to sing to me. And then I put it in YouTube, and I found it. So it's that dumb little riddle. There was a little chicken, and he couldn't lay an egg. So they poured hot water up and down his leg, and the little chicken cried, and the little chicken begged, and the little chicken laid a hard-boiled egg. I thought, what? There was a little chicken, and he couldn't lay an egg. So they poured hot water up and down his leg. The little chicken begged, and the little chicken screamed, and the little chicken laid a hard-boiled egg. So I heard that, and I was like, I wonder if that song exists. Like, where did that come from? So I, into my phone, I went, there was a little chicken, he couldn't lay an egg. <laughs> <laughs> and then... So I realized my mom was ripping me off. She was only singing me half of the goddamn riddle, and I got pissed uh, you off. You never got the scrambled. No, I never got the scrambled. Oh, you gotta get the scrambled. It ties it all together. And we'll be back. And we are back. See the way that happens when you have a podcast? We'll be back. We're back. You don't even need to fast forward. But here's what I'm hearing. I am not going crazy. This is what we were talking about during the break. I hear like a – no one in the room hears it but me, like a musical instrument. Like that. What? That. You don't – be honest with me, please. You don't hear that. <laughs> no. Are you – what are you – No, no, no. Be honest. Just Kyle? Be Kyle McFadden? Todd, just be more I hear a instrument. I, first of all, Jake, I I'm sorry. I don't mean to yell, but are you guys – okay, let's get – are you – to potato salad, do you, to, to swear to God, do you really not hear that? I don't hear anything, Todd. Swear to God? I swear to God. I don't hear anything. Yeah, hear what? Yeah, what is it? It's what a is... definitely, it's a trumpet or a, it's a... Did you see a... Con- no, guys, you're freaking me. You you don't hear, a, that's a saxophone. Maybe. You don't hear a saxophone. Aristotle, do you hear a saxophone? No. Kyle, you don't hear a saxophone. I swear I don't hear anything. Jake, come on, man. No, I mean, I think I could have, a, like, a saxophone jingle if you want me to look it up. But no, no, I definitely don't no, hear a, don't. Like, an actual... Like, it's somebody... Wait, somebody's play. No. You don't hear someone playing the saxophone. I don't hear You swear anything. to God. I swear to God. I don't Do you hear swear nothing. to God? On all the gods. You swear to the good Lord above in our sky that protects us from the universe. You swear in his name. For Father, I tell the truth. You don't hear it. You hear no goddamn. What do you hear right now? Silence? I just hear you talking. Okay, I'm going to be quiet. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. What do you hear now? Silence? Just kind of like maybe the fan? Just the fan, I guess? You don't hear that. Okay, now I hear silence. 
I don't hear Maybe it, it was in my head. That right back there, right back there, right back there when he started up again. You don't hear that. Todd, I mean, maybe we should just keep going with the podcast. Oh. All right. I don't hear All right. Anything. So listen. So I want to play some coffee ads that we've played before on the show. And I'm going to... You don't hear that. The coffee no. ads? No, I haven't played them yet. No, Jay. You... It's just hard to believe you don't hear that. Oh, wait. Oh, no, that's just my cell phone. It's on vibrate. I'm sorry. I'll so what it. should I do? Go to the hospital? Guys, I don't think you understand. If, I, if I'm wrong, it sounds like a saxophone, and, it's, and you don't hear that. No. I don't hear anything. All right, I'll do the show. So this coffee, <laughs> I can't make him play anymore. He's good. Now, how long have you played the saxophone? I love any bit that involves... You don't hear that? There's no fucking way. How long have you played the saxophone? Uh, since seventh grade, but not like continuously, but I started like, uh, well, I started, oh no, actually, sorry. Eh, fifth. Can you play like any cover songs? Like if I said play a Beatles song, could you like pick it up and do a little Beatles or no? If you can, uh, I don't. No, I can read anything with sheet music, oh, but, I, but I can't can. like, I'm not to the point yet. But how did you just play that? Because you didn't have any sheet music. Uh, in the dome. <laughs> you know. Yeah, just memorize. I don't know. I mean, I, I brought that like I knew about music talk. <laughs> yeah, like I, like I brought... Like a one more, you know, classic saxophone piece. Let the, me hear that you might. The you oh, might, let's you let's, might know. Let's save it for when we take a break, and Perfect. then we'll do that. By the way, we part of our spring. S- comp- com- oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I was going to say part of our spring summer concert series. So I tried to take out the word summer, and it got confusing. This is part of our spring concert series. So we'll today we'll have live saxophone by you. And to George Carlin, it'll really be him, even though we're selling it as part of the concert series. We just do that to make it seem more exciting. Listen what I'm going to play for you, and you're going to love this. But i got to give you a little bit of a backstory, backstory on it. Okay, there's this woman. Her, she has a dump cake commercial. I, I, gotta go, I bring every guest up to date, and here's the dump cake commercial. And this is a real commercial. We're not gonna. We're gonna go back and listen to it later. But I want to get to this one thing. Hi, Kathy, Kathy Mitchell, Mitchell here with my new dump cake cookbook. Sure. Forget measuring. Now you can easily make homemade desserts in minutes. It's as simple as dump and bake. Okay, pause it. Now there's dump cake. She goes dump and bake. Oh, we're gonna go back later and, and dissect the fuck out of it with She's you and have fun. Dump cake. Dump cake. Like poop. Du- well, they- I'm shaking his hand for our <laughs> listeners. Yes, that's what I always say. I'm not, it's not a childish joke. Do they not know that, that whether it's childish or not, it's become part of the vernacular that dump means shit. Yeah, it's not a good name but to that have proves, with food. That's the power of what they know what they're doing. They, they know that it doesn't have anything to do with that, and they're probably right. Dump it. People are still lazier than they want not shit in their food. Lazier than they not want shit in their food. So even though this it, woman has <laughs> never once laughed at a no dumping sign. Yeah. She just drives right by it and thinks, yeah, that's normal. Every normal person goes, come on. Right, so she can't serve my cake here. She goes, it, the, the word shit is in the recipe, but you're so lazy, you're going, it does sound the easiest. So even if there's something that implies shitting in the book that I'm reading out of to make my desserts, you know, why don't you have cum potato salad? Right, that, I didn't put a lot of thought into that joke. <laughs> I don't want that being judged by any of our listeners. Sometimes there's a hole, you fill well, it. She could and say, I, what and is I it? think you all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's on fire. 
<laughs> so, 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 and then there's this song. So the dump cake lady, she exists. I'm, our listeners already know, but I'm, I'm filling you two in. And then there's this song we've been playing on the show that's the, that we actually closed out the pilot we shot with this. Go play that. Well, I love this. I, I love it. Ed, Ed. How could you not have fun listening to this song? Get in. Now, sends this this person. Well, who sent it in? I should have their name. I'll say it on the opening because I loved it. I couldn't. No one gets more excited when they get these on their email. When you wake up at seven in the morning and you have an email, and this is what you hear in your ears. Kathy Mitchell, the dump kick lady, with my new favorite song, and then seven in the morning. This is what I hear. Dump it and dump it and dump cake and dump cake and 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 and. In there. See if he can find it. Bring the music down. Let him learn it. Let him learn it. Dump, 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 dump. The dump cake and dump cake and dump cake and dump cake and dump cake. He doesn't need the music. He's got it. Watch this. Turn the music completely off. Dump cake and 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 dump cake. You got it. And dump cake and dump cake and dump cake and dump cake and dump cake. Two morons. Um, and I'm both of them. Listen, so that was very exciting for me to wake up to. Brad Hill sent that in. Brad Hill, you great guy. I'm exhausted. Um, they could call it flip cake. I'm going <laughs> to. Right. Who said that? Me. Thank you. Tip cake. Don't have to call it dump cake. Uh-uh. Diarrhea burgers. Right? Am I, is that another bad example? Yeah, that's a great right. example. Well, because. Okay. That's called it's heightening. It's easy as. Di- okay. No, what is it? That's called heightening. <laughs> well, here's what I'm trying. I think they use the word dump because I'm trying to break it down. Because dumping is the easiest word in the world. So they just don't want to scare anybody that there's anything that takes any skill. So, yes, they're aware that that also means shit. But like I said before, they think that the laziness and people begging for simplicity that can still make them look like they made something for their family or themselves – they can still do it, but they're, don't don't freak out. You're just dumping shit, just like you shit out of your ass. You shit this out. It's the same thing. It's easy, right? So it's for that person right there. I would guess. I don't like eating a hot pocket because it's Why is that? it says pocket. Well, that's that? gross. I don't know. <laughs> when I think of pocket, I think of like a pants pocket, a pants pocket with Jelly dust beans. in it, or like a a blister with a you don't pocket want a pl- of filth. Wow, Jim Gaffigan's whole career. You're that's I could never get in a gym and his stuff because of that damn hot pocket joke. No way, man. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? I wish I could have a joke like that. He had no idea that that. No joke, way. No fucking idea. Mm-mm. I would love it. So jealous. Well, that's why every night when I talk about dominoes. Those pricks. Well, I got angry. I was talking nice about them, but then I got pissed off. No, you I'm really kidding. got a joke? No, about I think dominoes. Domino, well, I know. I think they're great. You love I, my joke why? is that. That I 
my joke is that if I said what I'm about to say and got paid for it on television, no one would believe me. So I just say, I want my friends to let me get high one night and talk about the way I really feel about Domino's. It's crazy. They got better. They admitted that their pizza wasn't good, yeah. and they fixed it. Mm-hmm. And they could have gone out of business because of that. Someone could have said, nah, don't do that. You never admit your food's not good. Somebody made a choice at Domino's, and they went, no. No, it's the truth, and it sucks. But we're going to deal with it, we're going to acknowledge it, and we're going to move past it. We're not going to silently just make our pizza better and go, oh, yeah, it's always been like this. we got to acknowledge it. And you know what? Here's the amazing thing about any pizza, but especially Domino's. Um, not any pizza. That Think about it. Their new pizza, it's good. And you would think, well, you know the thing about delivered pizza? It's great, but it always comes cold. And you would be like, well, of course it does because by the time it gets to your house, you're lucky if it's warm. No, too hot to eat. (laughs) Too hot to eat. You get a pretty great pizza. Let me tell you something. It's fucking awesome pizza. If you were in in Italy, I really do believe this, and out of the pizza – big stove came this and they brought it over to your table on a wooden chopping block and it was a Domino's pizza and you'd never taste in Domino's because if you've tasted it you know they're very specific flavor you would eat it you wouldn't go it's okay it's hot and it's got cheese on it but it's not crazy good you would go shut up and the same thing for the cinnamon sticks the fact that you can be sitting in your house and order this thing and it comes and it's it's come out of the oven it was dough and they baked it if that was delivered to you at any cool high-end restaurant on a chopping block, that thing with the sauce in a really cool bowl, and you were taking the bread and dipping it in vanilla sauce, you'd be like, shut that fuck up. That's Domino's. And for that, I say, since that comes from my heart, let me be your spokesperson. I feel it for real. Why not let it happen <laughs> and let me benefit a little by something? And every listener knows he does really feel that way. What's the matter? I can't get a little money on the side? Domino's, do the right thing. Do it, Dom. I know what you're about. Like, I believe in you. <laughs> Can I tell when you? no one else did. <laughs> I have an anecdote about Domino's. What is it? Domino's recently, they're called Domino's Pizza. They for stopped the pizza. 30 years or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. They took off the pizza part. Now, because they're like, we have sandwiches and salads and sure. cinnamon sticks. That's stupid. Because, Why? Burger King isn't just called King because they have a chicken sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, you know, you could say whatever you want, but I, you know, these are my people. <laughs> All right. Well, you should. Well, no, this is why. <laughs> this is why. You need to be able to defend. So, if, as this is your audition for Domino's right now. So, you're a spokesperson for Domino's. Burger King isn't just called King. They, and they sell more than just cheeseburgers. So, what's the deal? Like, why do you need to take off the name Domino's Pizza and change just Domino's? You know what I mean? Because people, to be honest with you, are talking about it, and at the end of the day, when people talk about your company, it's always good. We just did it to be almost like a parody of Prince when he changed his name. <laughs> we weren't taking ourselves that seriously that we really thought we had to re-brand uh, ourselves, but it was done somewhat tug-in-cheek. Oh, okay. Well, I can appreciate that, and I get behind your brand, and I'm going to order Domino's tonight. <laughs> Anytime, that's oh. such a great way to get somebody on your side. By the way, yes. is I used to hate Angelina Jolie. I didn't like her because I thought like she was too me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then in an interview at some talk show or something, she said, uh, I take my career pretty seriously, but I don't take myself seriously at all. And I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anytime a business is like, oh, we McDonald's don't take ourselves very seriously. I'm like, right. yeah, you're the best. You know what I mean? That's, that's a thing as a comedian. Or just a person who's dumb and silly, 
Anytime someone says, like, I don't take myself seriously, I immediately love them. Yeah, because you, and you can tell that it comes from their heart. But you're right because that's the one thing you, we, I, you always subconsciously want from somebody is just don't take your. And that's why when you smell that, you're taking yourself a little too seriously. I'm like, I'll tell you, I smelled it. I'm not positive, and I and I really, I'm, I, if I was 100 percent positive, I wouldn't try to sell it this way. I want someone to convince me I'm wrong because I thought that he was really cool for a while. Like, and that's. For lack of a better word, you know, that's it. He's just cool. Freddie Prince Jr.? <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. is cool. He guesses that for everything, Have no matter what seen, it is. What's well, her name? She has a woman. She has a daytime talk show. You talking about Freddie Prince Jr.? No, it's a woman. A woman. She has big blonde hair. She's uh-huh. about 85 years yeah, old. Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. Well, no. Okay. She In was, the morning, right? She was right around. <laughs> My ride's here. My ride's here. Have you seen My. Misery Loves Aristotle? Aristotle. Aristotle, 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 Aristotle. Oh yeah, you didn't do the right song. I forgot you just got me blindsided with the Aristotle song. Hey, I'll tell you, it's all right. The other day, I got nothing. Boom. What happened? I'll tell you, my wife, she's not too bright. The other day, she thought two plus two was seven. These are more just facts. All right, listen. That's Roger Dangerfield. That's his brother. He was never as funny. Um, oh, I got an impression that you'd like based on that impression. Okay. This is Josh Nicholson. Oh, that's... <laughs> uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson's brother. Oh, let me hear it. <laughs> All right. My name is Josh Nicholson. I love to go to Clippers games and sit as high up as possible. <laughs> he does the opposite. I'm Jack. I'm, I'm Josh Nicholson. Listen, I want to tell you something. <laughs> I was in a movie called Japanville. <laughs> How about... It took me a while. <laughs> people send in nice stuff. They really do. I mean... It's knowing that Todd's always around and he's got a podcast and you can enjoy it anytime you want to. Somebody sent this Just in. Just right there. On the internet. Put some reverb in it. You can press a button. Please. On your computer, on the internet, and listen to that podcast. Oh, now it sounds better. Sounds like Mountain Goats. Good band. Did you think about that? It's knowing that that podcast will be there. You can listen to it, enjoy it in your free time, or your spare time. Maybe you're jogging, or you're working, or you're reading a book. I can't read a book. Listen to podcasts at the same time, but maybe you can. I listen. Enough with that. That's, that's, Jake's, a, that's Jake's favorite. But that's anyway, I didn't want to. Who's that? That's it makes nice. me feel dirty as a bit even to say that. That's Jake's favorite. Meanwhile, Jake's over there like, Jesus Christ. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to play that music. Everybody that wants a turn is going to get a turn to be Jackie Gleason getting out of his cop car. That music plays. These dumb some of a bitches. God damn. Piles of shit. Coming to my city. I will chew you up like a grisly little fucking piece of meat and bitch all the goddamn side of my fucking piles. What do I gotta fucking deal with this shit? Suck a fucking dick. I didn't know if I was happy with mine. I don't know if I want to make everyone else do it. I'll do it. You do? Yeah. You really want to do it? I want to do it. Okay, go ahead. Give me the music. All right. I love it. 
God damn it, you son of a fucking asshole. You come into my town with that freaking motorcycle and think that you can just drive all over. Well, guess what? Daddy's at work and daddy's pissed off because mama didn't come in today. So daddy's got free reign to take out my cuffs, put them on your wrist, and tish you in the back of that car. Come on, you motherfucker. You want to dance with the devil? Well, guess what? My favorite song is playing, and I'm ready to kill the rig. Shut the music off. <laughs> that, that was pure joy, and I'm going to tell you why. Yes, I'm going to break it down. You got into that. I loved it. I didn't care what you said. I wasn't listening. I just looked at <laughs> Well, because I didn't need to, because I saw your face, and I saw you were committed, and I love that. That's all I was loving was your commitment. You went to another place. You let all your muscles in your face. You didn't even realize it. Just be this person. Now I know why when I do it, people look at me scary, because that's what I look like, because I do. Me and you are the only ones. These guys are not. That's my favorite thing. Um, No, do you want to try it? Let's let's do it. It's it's pulling up to a a cop car. Yeah, like you're getting out of your cop car. You open your door. Now, do you want reverb in your voice? Uh, sure. Why sure. Not? Well, because whatever you want, because okay. you're a guest of the hey, show. Hey, Todd, thank you so much. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right, so here we go. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, I must have woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning because something smells foul. And it's a 1985 Civic that's right in front of me. Leather with the sports package and the sunroof <laughs> and the windows that only roll down halfway. Listen up, mister. Do you have a piece of gum? You better offer it to me, because it's pretty obnoxious and you're chewing that tasty eclipse right in front of me. How dare you? Is that a manual or a stick or an automatic? I don't know much about cars, but you better tell me right now. Have this ticket right here and have yourself a lovely day. God bless you. Oh, you let them get away. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you love their car? Yep. Uh, I have a headache from yeah. laughing that hard. That is A plus, A plus. I don't want to go around grading people because here's the bottom line. And all you have to do to get A plus is commit. I feel like I didn't commit as much as you two did. Oh, my God. My head hurts. I want to go take Advil. To can, we do, can we do no, a no. different version of pulling somebody over? Yeah, but Jake, uh, Jake's next. Okay. Do you want to do it? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Okay, can we? Can you do me a favor? Wow, my head hurts. You should see my face hurts. <laughs> All right, that joke I heard, I thought it might work. I didn't really think it fit in right there particularly, but there was a pause, and I get nervous. You know, I have a show to run. Okay, so let's. Uh, what, what is your What is your slant on the bit? And by the way, we can do it after Jake. Okay, because they don't okay. involve a different song. And by the way, know this: when you talk to me during the day, I write this stuff down. Um, you said do your bit about Wits mu- movie critic. So we'll yes. do that later, too. <laughs> okay. Is that a, you're a movie critic in this bit? Well, yeah, it's something we can all do. Well, great. I love bits we can all do. And by the way, at the same time as we forge in, in through the show, we remember this show does more. I th- am what? a billionaire. Oh. I expect to have a billion dollars. You hear that? Listen. Being a billionaire is my birthright. 
That's true. That's the only thing they said that made sense. All right, so uh, Jake, it is your turn. <laughs> and um, do you, does, by the way, if anybody wants to change it a little, I don't care. But right now, I just picture it's that door opens up and you get out of that car. Your your uniform is stretched out. It's stretched out. It's stretched out. You put on about 100 pounds and never got a new uniform. That belt. <laughs> and you are just so good. <laughs> you look at me over here, there, kiddo. You better slow down when you hear that siren. Because I'm going to be coming for you. You know. I'm not overanalyzing it. Anybody that just commits, it's, it's always a home run because you can see that they're just getting to this goddamn stinking motherfucking mad. You really got to do it in your chest. Now. Yeah, you got to do it. By the way, we could go around the table again, do it later after everyone gets a chance, but the person's smart. We tried that one week too. Like, why can't we got to judge people? Say the most brilliant thing that you wish society would get over in, <laughs> in the social. But it's this guy with this anger. So he's got this written fucking He's got goddamn. bigot voice. The bigot who went to college. He's got the anger and, and, his, and he's stewing, but for the right reason. Like he's all his social yeah, that's causes. That's a great idea for just a character. A character a guy, a, a bigot, born and raised a bigot, who went to a uh, forward-thinking school, yeah. and now he has the bigot tone, but he says thought-provoking things. Thought-provoking <laughs> things. Hey, and do you want to try it? Yeah. Okay, come on over here to the mic, and please, no movement of the mic. No, you already did. I was kidding. <laughs> please do not pick it up and put it down. All right. Would you like the same music, or would you like maybe something? Yeah, the same music. Right, <laughs> we change it. Well, we have different music for you. What we like? You stupid son of a bitch, coming around my town and telling me. Well, he didn't tell me anything, but I'm telling you something. And what I'm telling you is to get out of my town and never come back. Listen. I kind of pulled you over for no reason, and now I'm looking back and realizing that you were going the speed limit, but I just need... Really, it's my fault, and I don't know how to deal with my own anger, and I'm taking it out on you. Uh, That guy was self-aware. He was so... Exactly. How, you think he was sort of, oh, my God. Do you think his character was sort of laughing at our characters? Because this guy's <laughs> self-aware and he's able to self-analyze himself. It makes us look like we're not as evolved as him. Aristotle, we're coming your way, motherfucker. Todd, I liked how you did an aside, but we can all see. I know. I, I put my hand. Aristotle, I should put my hand that way. At least no one, no one could see it. No, no, let's get you. Uh, no, let's. I can't hear you. Turn the mic on. Oh, come over here and use his mic. Sorry. Jake, I liked your, uh, your cop because it was half cop, half professional wrestler. <laughs> hey, can I try it again? I think I could be better. <laughs> can I get another take real quick? I want quick? to take another take. Okay, go Gotta ahead. Got to draw from what you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Give Aristotle uh, this instead. No, no, no. Give him this. He'll be able to do it to this, I think. Okay. You ready? You start, Aristotle. No, it's gotta be it's gotta be the songs. Oh yeah, go ahead, play this. 
listen here, you goddamn. Aristotle, hold on. Did you know that wasn't the right music? Yeah. Oh, but <laughs> you're the best. I thought you committed so much that he didn't realize that we didn't play the same music. No, no, no. I, I, I heard Ursula. But I was, I was getting ready to, uh, to yell at her. Uh... All right, give him the right music. Give him the right music. <laughs> listen here, you goddamn speeding motherfucker. The fuck do you think you are coming down to my town and speeding down my highway? You have some nerve, mother fuck. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucking Aristotle, Aristotle, Aristotle. Oh man. Aristotle, Aristotle, Aristotle. I'm going to tell you something that I think you guys will get pretty much. Oh, I want to do that again, but socially relevant. Wait, well, I had an idea too. <laughs> you go ahead. Okay, can you look up on YouTube something? Sure. It's True Romance Theme. And this would be the cop who has arrested a guy so many times that he is now has sympathy for him because he knows his situation. So he's having to get out of his car and go to the guy to arrest him, and he's like, he doesn't, almost doesn't want to. What, was this from a real movie? No, this is just the same, it's just a different spin on the same bit. Oh, this sounds like a more empathetic person. Yeah, he's empathetic. But sometimes, is empathy, can, I want to hear you go first, because that's yeah, okay, scary I'll for me. First. Like, I think, well, that'd be, good. Yeah, I want to hear it. And this is towards the end of the movie. He's having to arrest the bad guy, but he, now he's gotten to know him so well that he does—he almost doesn't want to, even though he's sure. Robin Banks. Do you have it? Mm-hmm. All right, play it. What do you mean, do we have it? This is a professional show. All right. He's getting out to the goat up to yeah. his car. I'm standing here looking at you, thinking to myself, well, you know, as I've been through and through the things that I've seen with you, I know that you break the law, and you break the law for good reason. But sometimes people break the law. And even though they break the law, they need to go to jail. Even if they break the law to help the kid. Even if they break the law to put food on the table. You see, you're a good man. But even good men sometimes need to be cut. I walked to his car that day think to myself, you know... Maybe we're all criminals. Maybe we've all broken the law in some different way. And maybe it's time for you to go learn a lesson. I can't say putting you in jail is going to be a good idea. I can't say taking away from a kid is going to be good. But I can say that I'm just doing my job. Just like you rob a bank, I'm just a man driving a cop car. And that's all we are. Just men doing our job. Oh. Can I... Can I try it? Can I try it? Wow. I'm nervous, but yet I want to try it. But I think I might. Okay, here you we can, go. By the way, you can say anything over right. that music, and it sounds like the end of a movie. So he's walking up to the car, and yeah, this is what he's saying to the person. And he's sympathizing. He's looking in. To the situation. It doesn't yeah. have to be the car. It could be any situation. Mm-hmm. Cops approaching a situation. Here we go. I feel like I want to take your voice <laughs> You know, I was called here to tell you protesters to leave and deal with it in any manner it took. But I gotta be honest with you. I gotta deal with my own human being and who I am inside myself and also an oath I took with the Los Angeles Police Department. 
But I'm not gonna lie to you when I tell you that being a cop and knowing you wanted to do it for the right reason, there's no other way to put it. It blows to have to be on the wrong side of history so often, posing down the people that should be hugged. But yet also at the same time, I'm here to protect the community. So I'm gonna tell you people that you're not doing anything wrong. And I can't find it in my heart to have to do anything with you but applaud you for having a lot of rage inside of you, but knowing exactly how to show it. Therefore, I can't arrest someone that's brilliant. I'm going to look the other way and for once be proud of myself as a human being as opposed to a cop. Good day. Oh, it feels good, doesn't it? Yes. Anything you say over that music feels good. <laughs> You, you know, can say well, bad try it, things. Try it. You want me to try to say something bad? You want to do it? I sure. There's nothing I like more than a hot cup of pussy. <laughs> right, maybe not. All right, so does anybody else want to try it? And by the way, remember my deal. You might go, I'm not feeling it. Or you can be approaching any situation. That's why I widened it, too, so we can give people some wiggle room. Does anybody else want to try it? Mm-hmm. you got to be mm-hmm. kind of articulate for this one. Mm-hmm. I have something to play to give you time to think about it. And then you, if something comes to you, or if it comes to you now, we'll do it right now. This is a very easy show. Easy breezy, people are saying. New York Times. Just it's did a, a real show. Well, it's a real show. That's what the New York Times said. Todd Glass, it's the only real show. And they wrote this jingle for us. You hear it? It's a real it's show. A real show. Oh! Okay, listen. Does anybody? Or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. Hey, a shot. there's no. Let me tell you something. Hey, you know what? There's no. Yeah. What could go bad? Yeah, right. Well, we're ha- we're friends hanging out. What are, what are we gonna do? I don't know. Hey, did you hear about Jeremiah last night at <laughs> the Todd you, Glass show? Did you hear about I him? guess he uh, they were doing this thing and then they tried well, to explain it. Took a it. risk. Wow, his first one you was great. What? His first one, yeah. he did the 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 mad cop. It was fucking had Todd yeah. giggling. You but then. Kaput, you know, you know what I, you know, you know what I heard. They, oh, they killed him after he bombed on the show. Think about it like this, all right? It's not about making people laugh; it's about making people feel something with this one. Oh, you're right. You know what I mean? So there's that, and this is that, and back around, flip it around, start talking about something completely different. I always give Aristotle easy ends. Anyway, um, so uh, here we go. Let's hear that music again. What what is this music? True Romance theme by Han, Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> I laugh at my own jokes. Great. So it's a sign of a person that's a week away from being put away. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Put a lot of reverb in his mic. He deserves it. My wife sat there, one car link ahead of me. And I didn't realize it at first that it was her vehicle that I was stopping. As I looked in the window and saw her beautiful smile beaming up at me, I said, I can't give you a ticket. You're my wife. And she said, do what's right. I looked back at her and I said, sweetie, we literally can't afford this. I cannot give you a ticket even though it would be the right thing to do to not treat you differently as somebody in society. But I do not make much on the, on the cop force right now. And I want to care for our unborn child. Yes, you're pregnant. I'm pregnant, she replied. But he knew before she did. Yes, I, I've been poking holes in my own condom for months and months. You're expecting. And that is why there are still little bits of vomit 
on your shoulder. You've had morning sickness. That's what this is. Here's a tissue, a moist toilet, or a baby towel, as some people call them. Go into the distance, and I shall see you at 5 o'clock, maybe 6.35, because I will be working late tonight. All right, and I'm the wife now, okay? I'm the wife. Okay. Oh. And then I drove away. <laughs> I knew that I could feel my baby kicking in my stomach. I loved him. I loved him with all of my heart. He didn't give me a ticket, even though I had clearly ran over a man and killed him. <laughs> I'll and be that's the sergeant. Love is. I'll be the sergeant. Uh-oh, coming up on the sergeant now. <laughs> And there I stood behind a big pile of bushes, no one knowing I was there, their sergeant. But I thought to myself, for once, I'm going to look the other way. Who am I to say that this officer should give his own wife a ticket when they can't afford it? And now I can't think of anything else to do in this bit, so I'm done. (laughs) Remember I told you the same rule? I got lost. I felt I had a good time. And you know why it was always fun? Because the minute I got lost, I'm out of it. I knew what I was supposed to be doing, but it was it was hard. What's this? The bailouts. All right, listen. I'm gonna tell you the truth, and I and I do. I say to George Carlin, I'm being serious. Like I think if you play something that's hateful, you you earn the right to satirize things. And I always say the same thing. I probably did things that I thought was in the area of satirization, and then later, years later, go, no, I didn't earn the right. That was just a – that joke wasn't – it didn't earn the right to satirize. But we all know you can satirize anything. There's nothing off limits. Uh, so I always think Even when I play – Saturn. When I – thank you very much. No um, so when I play this uh, – <laughs> maybe later I'll – what if I hear that later and I feel like, Jesus, Todd, you're so fucking into your thoughts. You can't take a second to enjoy a nice joke about – it was about the car Saturns. It could have been that, or also the planet. <laughs> oh, the planet Saturn. Mm, I Whatever love it. It's choose. really good. That's no, really it's good. good. Saturn jokes That's are really, good. It's really well, funny. Well, the thing is, they break Good job. You did a good job. Really good job. Because the thing about Saturn is, well, there's when people. you were talking Saturn to me, they like, educate themselves. They hear this. I mean, what kind of planet has so worried? There's different planets and different things. I feel like Saturn. So, what was I talking about? And then I pulled out. Oh yeah. So anyway. So when I so when I uh, played this song last week, it's by the by. It doesn't represent obviously. Even me, I feel the need to defend the uh, what, what is it? What church is it? it? Westboro Baptist. It doesn't represent any Baptist churches. I get it. You know, they already have a bad enough reputation. Now they need this group coming along. And and by the way, you can't talk to these people. I saw someone interviewing them. I go, no, they're crazy. You don't need to. They're, they're just you, you, like we talked about with Jen Kirkman last week. Like, I get why we have to give people a voice. So I like, why do I play this? Why do I think it's funny? You know, I could just play it. Who gives a shit? But I like to answer myself. And it's like because it's so disgusting and it's so hateful that I think it's funny. And I think I don't know how someone if someone doesn't like hearing this. By the way, there's only one email I got and they were nice. It really was. I feel like I don't want people to be scared to email me because sometimes at the end of some good criticism, they'll be like, and please don't yell at me on the podcast. I'm like, no, I'm not. How many times do I come on and go, yeah, that, thank you. That, but sometimes I, I, maybe I yell, but this is not that at all. So what I'm saying is they said don't play that song again. Whatever. We love the whole show, but don't keep playing that. I'm like, God, how could you hate hatred? Um, hatred hate, hate, hate. Like I hate, hate, not enjoy that. You have to really get how disgusting. It's sad. It's so disgusting. You can't be mad at them. You have to... If, if I believed in praying, I'd pray for them. It is sad. 
it is really sad. It doesn't do it validity to say they're they're dumb. No, it's sadder than that. It's sad. And then there's kids in there. Imagine if you are whatever in there, especially if you're gay in that group and you're a child. That's you know that is. That's existing and they're around that hate. So it's so much hate that of course I find it fucking hilarious. So of course somebody said don't play that ever again. And I love everything else you do. And then about <laughs> two months ago, somebody said, don't play Ursula eating, which I think is adorable. It's her eating. She's so happy. I get, do I understand why someone could think it's gross? Yes, the concept of it. But no, overall, I go, oh, it is, should be gross. Here's what it is. It should be gross, but it's adorable, the Ursula eating. So, of course, I'm going to take these two things and maybe try to have some fun. So I'm sorry, but I have to do this. I'm glad that you're laughing at this because it is. By the way, listen to the words. Listen. Then you whined about your pain, would not refrain, refuse to repent, and mourn for your sins. She was going to eat the phone. Oh, that's me. Play it again. Oh, by the way, pause this. I thought about some. I was listening to what they were saying on some interview show because I wanted to learn about them. They're not that much more crazy than some religious people. They think everyone's going to go to hell, just more people than the normal religious people think. Like, they think everyone's going to hell. Well, but then certain religious people think, no, we're, they're crazy because we think certain people are going to hell, but just, not as many as they think. They think the wrong. No one's going to hell, what, all of you. What I love is it doesn't matter how much hate you got in your heart. You still love a good parody song. <laughs> you still. It's like these people are red with hatred, and they're like, "Ooh, that Hey Jude, that could be a Hey Jews." I'm the next Weird Al. Oh my God, Weird Sal. Yeah, Weird. Sal. <laughs> I don't know. That didn't make any sense. See, now you're getting it. Oh Jesus Christ. Hey, Jews. Like, come on, man. Want to hear like... another one? Yeah, sure. That'd be great. They got more parody songs? Yeah, they, by the way, they have like a hundred of them. I got it. <laughs> I find myself humming them. <laughs> well, the original song. All right, yeah, no, you're I'm humming not, the original. I'm humming the, I'm, I'm humming the good part. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in the car. Hey, well, I think I was today, actually. Hey, Jews. Yeah. No, it's so... We all sing along to rap music. It's so... It is really... The, the, by the way, I'm not kidding around. I think when people are that hateful... I mean this to George Carlin. They're not their face that nature gave them. Uh, the face that takes on a different look of hating that much. It's ugly. And I don't mind saying it because it really is. It's not like me going, no, no, if somebody could have a lot of hate and still be aesthetically beautiful. I get it. But there is also that, no, if you saw 
Matter of fact, if that couldn't convince someone to be open-minded, maybe that's all we have is to tell people it's making you uglier. I've got to tell you that. Well, really? Because people are so vain. If I'm loving and open and caring and I let go of some of my preconceived things and I just put a good love out there for anybody, I'm actually more attractive. Sign me up, motherfucker. <laughs> that's how, you know, maybe vain people. Maybe that's the only last chance to get certain people to hop aboard uh, that. But who gives it? What do I care? I just love that they'll go, uh, you know, take a pen to paper and go, I'm mad, I'm mad. And if gay people get to get married in this country, then I'll tell you once again, I'm mad. <laughs> Funny you think resistance will change God's law at all. Let's really no enjoy it. fear of man controls us. This nation's gonna fall. You soon will see what God can do. He has no limits when he's through. You all will bow and bend the knee. How about some reverb? Here we go, listen. Listen to what I've done. Look at what I've created. Can't they come up with their own hateful melodies? Pause it. Can they not come up with their own hateful melodies? Like, they got to rip off Let It Go, that children's Why? classic. They got come up with your own hate. Oh. It's easy to come up with a melody about You don't about have to hatred. ruin another song. Yeah, you don't got to ruin some other children's song. Come we up. are the Jews. This is proving not they only. Take every song. Not we only. scrape, uh, we <sighs> crap up in the community. We are the Jews with our great big noses. And we're also. Up. Yeah, why, why fuck up a beautiful song that has. we're also just the... not creative. You know what I mean? Just right. come up with your own melody. If you're going to hate, if you're going to have all that hate, yeah, don't steal someone else's song. At least distribute it towards some creativity where you can come up with your your own chord progression. Yeah, you can't take someone else's. You can't. <laughs> you shouldn't take someone's song and like, especially if you turn it hateful. Yeah. Especially when it's obviously the most beautiful song in the world, and then you can't just go. Well, yeah, people love the melody. That's like a great trick to try to convince people to do. But hateful I also things. love that that means that that hateful evil woman loves that "Let It Go" song. <laughs> <laughs> from Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not she listens to it well enough to know the whole melody to where she can write a parody song with hate and boiling in her heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she could look a movie about a snowman who is frozen or I don't know, who's going to melt or whatever it's about. She loves that movie, but she hates gay people or whatever she's singing about. <laughs> It's, it's the funniest sad. thing in the world. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's redonkulous. We'll take a break. <laughs> now, um, can, can we hear more of this? Because I'm not. Hold on. Pause it. What's this one about? I'm confused. What are they angry about here? Is there a group they're singing about? I don't know. Somebody did something wrong. They're going to go to hell. <laughs> that's what they're all Oh, about. that's what I meant, though. So they say everybody's going to hell. I don't know the specifics of who they really mean. So why does that... Um, maybe they're right. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you know, if if uh, if, if Christians are right... or well, is there, Yeah, is there a member of the West Baptist Church who is just like a gay man or woman no. who's in the church who's like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hell. I mean, <laughs> these guys, I'm right. <laughs> He's just <laughs> admittedly is completely out. But is has also accepted. Oh yeah, they, well, you know why we love him because he's owned the truth. 
He knows he's burning. So while he's here, at least he's being honest about it. We love him. And then, uh, it, yeah, that really would make them rock their world. I just found a good community of friends in this church. And, you know, I know I'm going to hell, but it's okay because you like you know, everybody. The crafts and the potlucks are to die for. Not Let me to ask mention, you a question, though. Does it bother you that uh, there's a group of people you're hanging out with every week that think. You're going to hell? Not at all, because I believe it, too. You know what I'm saying? You like, do? That's yeah, sad. I'm Why d- do you think you're going to hell? Oh, because I'm a dirty boy. No, you're not. <laughs> I am. What do you do bad? What I, do you do wrong? I think of men in the wrong way. Do you ever hurt anybody or do it without consensual? Uh, you're always consensual. Uh, always pe- consensual. Okay, so what's the problem? I don't know. My friends just tell me I'm going to burn, and I'm like, huh, I guess you're right. Well, and you enjoy hanging out with them. Though. Oh, they are so fun. We, <laughs> they watch, We're about to watch the new... New season of True Detective, and I get fire up the message boards, people, because I am stoked. A song parody is okay if it's nice. Then you could take like. Have you heard "Let Me Poop"? Oh, seriously? Well, no, but uh, I think we're gonna go look it up. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Is it really? Ki- is it? Is it's it- a little kid who's singing. It's the same parody, but she's going, "Let me poop, let me poop." <laughs> she's alone nice. in her room. I might do a release of a lot of these songs. <laughs> It's great. Dump it and dump it and dump it and dump it. Is this it? Give her some reverb. Make her sound good. She'll love that we played her on the show. We're going to make her sound good. Watch. Can you play a little sax in here for her? She'll freak out, this girl. The word will get back to her. Pull out a reverb in here. The poop comes out of my butt tonight. No toilet paper to be seen. A bathroom with nothing to wipe with. There's no way I'm getting clean. <laughs> My stomach's growling with the poop that is inside. Couldn't keep it in. <laughs> Heaven knows I tried. No one coming, no one can see. Oh my god, now I feel like I have to pee. I hate how this feels. Don't let them know. By the way, she's adorable. Well, now they know. Let me poop, let me poop. Can't hold it in anymore. Let me poop, let me poop. I should have closed the You take it home. It's funny. It's both oh my god. Isn't it the best thing you've ever seen? I never thought that a song about poop could bring that much joy into my life. <laughs> she's just, you know why? She's just letting herself go. She's singing about poop. Right. You think she wrote that song? Yeah, she probably wrote it and recorded it on YouTube not knowing that it would become a thing with a billion plays. <laughs> wow. Just for fun. I should put something on there. What could I sing? Let the shit fly out of your ass. No. Anyway. <laughs> Um, here's what we'd like to do right now is, uh, <laughs> I have a, I have a, 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 I know what I'm doing. I'm very professional. Um, Wait, does he say, hey, Jews? 
what, did he say something bad? You can stop it. What do you think he, he says, said? Hey, Jews, God bless your dads. I don't know. It, I, you know what? I tried to follow the logic of what they don't like, but it was hard for me because I don't know if enough about religion to go. Because obviously, through the whole song, they're, they're, you did this, you did that, you disobeyed this. Stop what do you it think already. He said? I thought it was God bless your deaths. Oh. Oh, I, th- I was hoping it was God bless your dads. You know what? I feel like this isn't. Which as... I think it's just a funny thing to say. I feel like it's not as funny this song as I thought it was. Once you, that's why once you break things down and you know what they're about. Well, then they ain't so son of a bitch funny, are they? You think it's funny to play your rootin' tooty fruity song on your dumb fucking podcast? Did you ever think to maybe come up with content? Outside of some bubblegum dumb motherfucking song sung by a bunch of motherfucking assholes. All right, I'm done. Okay, listen. We have a lot to get to. Okay, I'm not afraid of silence. What was the bit you told me about Wits Movie Critic? Oh, okay. All right, so I don't totally remember how to do it. I guess I'm professional. (laughs) It's a movie critic. I guess you're not. It's a movie. It came out with with CJ. Do you need background music? No. Well, I'll get some for you. It's a Oh, perfect. Oh, that's good. Would you want some reverb? No, no, no reverb. No. No reverb. I don't want any reverb. Uh, basically, it's... I said I don't want any reverb. Well, there no isn't re- any. Oh. There's no reverb? Nope. Just, oh. just talk like you were talking. Okay, so... We know how to fix up what people say on the show. I know how to produce a show. This is a movie critic. Remember At the Movies with Roger Ebert of course and Gene I do. Siskel? Sure. This is the... They haven't seen the movie yet. They're excited to see it, and they're idiots. And they, uh, they, these. This is how they put together that they're excited to see it. And they never. And they're wait. They're re- reviewing movies they didn't see. They're reviewing why they're excited to see them. Oh, okay. <laughs> can we play? Can we play a little? I like that music actually. <laughs> yeah, maybe so, a little. Yeah, maybe, maybe turn it soft. a little lower. A little yeah, soft. lower. A little lower. Okay, so this is my um, review for the movie Tomorrowland. You seen the? It's it's out. It's gonna come out. I think this George weekend. Clooney. Yeah, Tomorrowland. Okay, so this is the idiot movie critic who hasn't seen the movie. His review for Tomorrowland. His review of why he wants to see the movie. Okay. Is this music okay, or should uh, we turn it? Uh, low? Maybe turn it as low as you pocket. Yeah, just so it's got some can. ambient noise yeah. in the background. Okay. So, uh, have you guys ever been to Disneyland? Oh, and he's he's talking to his round table of friends. Have you ever been to Disneyland? Yes, I have. You have been to Disneyland. Sure. Have you ever been to Tomorrowland yeah. in Disneyland? I, yes, I have. It's the future. It's the future place in Tomorrowland. And I, every time I go to Disneyland, I spend most of my time in Tomorrowland because I love to eat the pizza there. And I'll <laughs> go there and I'll sit and eat the pizza and I'll look out around and sure. I'll see the future. Okay? Right. You know what I mean? Sure. So basically they're making a movie based on that. Oh. Okay? And <laughs> I can't wait to see it because you know what they've mixed with Tomorrowland is the um, Ocean's Eleven movie. Because they've taken the main component of Ocean's Eleven. Everybody knows what Ocean's Eleven movie is about. George Clooney. Okay? And they've taken that and they've put it into Tomorrowland. So now it's Tomorrowland with Ocean's Eleven. And so I can't wait to see Tomorrowland. Oh, that's great. And so it's great. I give it an A+. From your... (laughs) (laughs) I can't get my head around that. Hold on. Let me try it. I can give you another example. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, um, have you guys ever seen um, Mad Max Thunderdome with Mel Gibson? Sure. Yeah, that okay. was a while ago, right? So, uh, yeah, Mad Max Thunderdome with Mel Gibson was a movie that came out in the early 80s. It was a great movie. It was a great movie. Okay. Everybody knows that I love that, and everybody knows that Mel Gibson has recently come out as a racist bigot. 
Okay, yeah. so nobody likes that. Okay, so what this Mad Max movie has done is it's replaced that and it's added some really great guitar. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I love Audio Slave. Audio Slave's music, which is really good, and I really love it, and I love those shredding guitarists. So anyway, they've tossed some of that into Mad Max, and uh, it's called Fury Road, and it's got the guy who played Bane in it. And uh, you know what? I, I, I give it an A+. Plus. I haven't seen it yet, but I give it an A+, plus based on those components. Yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, Are you going to see it? You know, I mean, I think I'm going to wait a little bit and see what the reviews are, and then I'll probably go see it. Can I ask you a question, sure. seriously? Sure thing. I don't mean to be eating pretzels, but don't you think you should see You don't them? mean to be eating pretzels? Well, yes, I do, I guess. <laughs> who doesn't mean to be eating pretzels? You know who has a lot in common with me? Hmm. Why, why can't she eat pretzels? She's eating pretzels, I eat Um, don't you think... Is that how I really sound? Oh my god, it is. As I'm eating pretzels with my mouth opening and closing, with that playing, it sounds like what I could sound like. Okay. Um, do you think you can see these movies before you review them? No, I'm reviewing why I want to see the movies. Oh, I'm not okay. reviewing the movies, I'm reviewing my excitement. Oh, right. A little different So I, I give it an A+. Plus. I like it. Avengers? I reviewed your review show. Oh, you did? Well, I never saw it. Can I hear it? Sure, I'm doing it tonight on my uh, on my podcast. Oh, let's l- let's hear it. I can play it. Oh, you're using the same temp music mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I do sometimes. Oh, okay. And once again, we want to give a shout out to what I consider my favorite movie reviewer. <laughs> I've never heard him, but I like the fact that he doesn't watch the movies and he talks about why he's so excited to see them. So even though I've never seen him do it, I think it's great that he does. And that's why I give that movie reviewer, even though I've never seen him, an A+. <laughs> you know what's another funny bit to do? Um, to do trailer reviews. Movie trailer reviews. I used to work in a movie theater. I had to change a review. One time I got up on a ladder and my head fell off. <laughs> did, you, did you say you had to change the review? I don't know. I knew you weren't listening. I'm listening. Let me do this, and I don't mean to be unprofessional. Um, what time is it? 9.45. Wow. 9.35. Really? Mm-hmm. I like to take my time. I used to have to rush, rush, rush. No rushing. You like this song? Lynn did a version of it. Let's just listen to it. I'm serious. My friend Lynn, there was a song I liked. I said, will you just sing a version of it? Who are you texting over there? Sorry, it's an emergency. Is it really? Why? I'm just letting my girlfriend know she can go into my house. Do you live with your girlfriend? No, I don't live with her. She's a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm fucked. But it's it's current technology. What's your girlfriend's name? Angelina. Wow. Angelina Vito. Where'd you meet her? Angelina, she used to be my brother's roommate. And you went over and you saw her? Went over, saw her. First time I saw her, man. It was like... All right, don't be silly. Wind started to blow in my favor. (laughs) <laughs> I saw her and I knew that From then on, me and her We were going to be an item Play that music when we were there you, you see, Angelina was different The way she smiled The way her eyes flickered up and down When I came into the room I knew that no matter what I said or did If I made a fool of myself She'd be there for me at the end of the night Someone for me to 
lean my head on the shoulder of and say, hey, I get you. Even sometimes when the night is too long and the day is too short. If you shut the music off, it's just like you're complaining. <laughs> That's what complaining is. You know complaining is singing. Well, because the purest form of art is complaining, but no one wants to listen to you. So you have to, if you can't make it rhyme and give a good beat to it, you can shut the fuck up. But it's just complaining. It's like, well, I'm going to complain. Well, then make it catchy and yeah. snappy and we'll on listen the, and we'll pay the, for it. But we're the, not going to just, if you break down any song and just again. make it someone at a bar telling you that, take away any song that's about life struggles and have it someone at a bar next to you telling you that, you'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Willie Nelson <laughs> hanging out at a bar at his hometown. Uh, what's up, man? On the road again. Can't wait to get on the fucking road again, <laughs> playing music with my friends. Lord, I can't wait to get on the fucking road again. On Bull- the road this, again. This is fucking bullshit, being here at home. Let's go to Lukenbach, Texas. Jennington, Who can sing along the best? I'll take my first shot. Here we go. This successful life I'm living got me hooting with the Halfords and McCoys. Give it a shot. My dad was my sister, and boy, did I kiss her. Yeah. Here we go. Listen to the words. Oh, just to the fucking musical part. God makes me look like an asshole. Sell your diamond ring, buy some boots and faded jeans and gold. See if you keep it. Just maybe here's what here's what I'm gonna give you your your, your chore to do. It's a chore. Okay. You have to play like you just go bum 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 bum. You don't even have to know the words. Okay. See how close you can get to just any fake mouth instrument. You know. Okay. Let's bring it back. Put a lot of reverb. A lot of reverb. Give them reverb. Come on. Just when I thought I threw you the impossible. Perfect. Shut all the music off. Shut all the music off. Shut all the music off. What do you I want to know what you're texting? I stay right in the moment. I'm very aware. I wrote back. What did you write back? Because we we lost you. Uh, no, I was in it. We I just lost have to you. respond. I wrote back that is cool. Really? Yeah. Now where did you meet her? It's a pretty gonna, cool thing to say, man. Yeah, you guys have, seem to have a very intelligent relationship. Um, no. Um, where did you meet her? I met her at my brother's house. I know, but you didn't On give Thanksgiving. Me de- I'm a good interviewer. I ask I details, her, oh, asshole. You really want to know? I, well, met- I want the, re- the short version. Okay, I met her at my brother's house. That, on- that's the version I want. Great. So listen, here's what we're going to do. No, go ahead. met her at my brother's house on Thanksgiving. That was funnier than you all laughed. Billy Bragg's Fucking idiots, I New England here. came on the radio. She was she was. What song came on the charge? radio? Billy Bragg's New England. Yeah, I'm not looking. Let's go to Lincoln. Is this the song? That's all we have. Jake, Jake's tired. He's not looking up songs. So can you just say it was this song and we'll edit it in because it'll make it better? Just say I remember it was, it was that a, song. It was no, just say it. Say it was uh, it was uh, Lukenbach, Texas. Texas. No, no start from the, the beginning and make it look real. And oh, it'll look yeah. like Jake's good and we'll edit it okay, in. Okay, yeah. So I was at my brother's house oh, cool, on Thanksgiving. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was there. I saw her kind of cooking and, and messing with. She was kind of DJing. You know. You said there was a song on the yeah, radio. Yeah, and a song came on called Lukenbach, Texas. Right, right, yeah, right. Let's go. Oh, this is the same. Yeah. <laughs> so oh my god. I want to try that. Give me some reverb. 
Anybody can sing. Shut the music up. Singing is easy. Singing's easy. It's bullshit. It's bullshit, right? Yeah, it's bullshit. It's Any- bullshit. Anybody can like. Any, literally, any, literally, anyone can anybody sing. Anybody can sing, and no one talks about that. Literally, there's literally, never there's been a never bad been singer. A bad singer. Yeah, and I don't understand. I feel like no one's saying it. Like uh, you, you know are. what else? The same thing is you know guitar. What else is the same thing. I feel like the guitar. Okay, uh, everybody's good at guitar. I feel like everyone's good it. at guitar. We get everyone it. can play. It's, everyone can play. Yeah, all you do is all you, you plug do it is in, you strum it, and you're good at it. And you're good at it. Nobody. I can learn how to play guitar better than literally anyone. I feel like me and you have a lot in common. We should start a band. We should start a band. Oh my god! Did oh you my god! We almost started at the same Thank time. Thank God it's recorded. This is incredible. No, are you being serious? Because no, yeah, I'm being totally serious. We should start. We a should band. start a band. You know what else? You know what else is bullshit? This bullshit drumming. Drumming. Yeah, yeah. we get it. Every, you have rhythm. We so get does it. Everybody. So does everybody. We can do it. We can do it. We can all do it. We can all do it. I can play drums. I can play drums. I can play guitar. I can play guitar. I can sing. I can sing. I can sing good as you. I can sing as good as you. You know? Do you hear that? Me and you, the way we're synchronized, we're kind of up. Wow. Yeah. You think that bit was enjoyable for anybody else? I think it was. That's what I get nervous. Whenever I get nervous. I heard that you two are a band. I'd like to give you a record deal. Oh, my God. Wait a second. Where did you just come from? It's I a feel record. like we're in like a, 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 like the old days when people get record deals. Well, I came from Radio City. This pun. <laughs> He's that guy. Always. You produced that song? Uh, yes. We didn't make any bit work. I don't care. There's no rules. All of our, our singles bits. are five seconds or less. But uh... um, excuse me, uh, is this the Todd Glass show? Oh wait, are we taking calls now? This is uh, this is Capitol Records calling. Wait a second. So you are with? No, no, no. Are... I'm not with the Radio City guy. That guy's actually my enemy. <laughs> well. Uh... Anyway, I was wondering if, we, if you're interested in starting a bidding war. Uh, I'm what? offering fourteen hundred dollars. Fourteen hundred dollars for What's, the Todd and Wait a second. Can I can, for the bit, even though it's as silly as it is, I want to have a. I want to understand a little bit. What is the song that I sang that you guys are fighting? Uh, we haven't heard you sing a song. We've just heard you brag with your best friend Wit. <laughs> wait, <laughs> that's how much the podcast gets their attention. Word has traveled. Wow, this is like the reviewer guy. Word <laughs> has traveled. You can obviously play drums. Well, just as good. And- I don't. All I do really, to be honest, is there's a song called Dump Cake. Mm-hmm. Not dumb cake, the original, and Ish. I and I sing along with it. I don't know if that's considered good though. Well, hey man, I just shot and chopped my knife, and I'm ready to cut a deal. I'll uh, do what I do, but I don't yeah, know. If, I don't know if I end. can take credit. It's a. It's a. Who's the real song? Bumping and this. bumping and bumping and bumping and, and I just do this. Can I have some reverb? And, 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 and I just go like. You know, right here, I don't really know what to do, but like later in the song, you guys really want to hear this? Yeah, Todd, let's show them what we would do. Okay, I'll go like this. I'll be like. Just now, I just do this on stage because people see me. Yeah, Todd's like moving his arms around right now. It's pretty cool. And then I'm jumping up and down, so yeah, that's kind of what would be going on. And then jumping up and down, you say? Yeah, and then I'll go like this. Here we go, right here. Then the music picks up a little, and then I come walking out to the stage. Oh, yeah. Here and then is. I go like this. Move my head back and forth. This is my live show. And then I come behind him. Okay, here we go. Then he comes. Wait, are you in You're in the group? Yeah, we're in the group together. Oh, I thought that you... And bourbon! And bourbon! And bourbon! Oh, my God. Cut the music.
music. Cut the music. I gotta tell you right now, that's the best song I've ever heard. So you're telling me you don't play music. You just come out, you bounce your head back around. I and sing then along stands with it. kind of behind you, yes. and then you go baba and bourbon. Bourbon and bourbon! I gotta say, this is gonna be the best. You guys are gonna cut a million Well, I got someone records. else on the phone here. This oh, uh, okay. record producer. Well, I already offered you 1400 Let's see what he can offer. Uh... This is this. By the way, let me say this is getting caught. You're getting the worst deal argued over you. They're not going much up in price, and it's staying in a horrible area. You're like, well, I'm prepared to. Well, uh, I was prepared to give you Whoa. thirteen five, but uh, I already well, said fourteen. He already said fourteen. In all uh, fairness, uh, well, that's what I was prepared to give you. I can't go much higher than that. All right, so fourteen hundred. How does it sound, Todd and Wit? Wow, well, ha- Todd, I gotta say that sounds good. I hate to see. Todd and would slip away with for me like this. I gotta but. be honest, it's not all about the money. Oh, yeah? I mean, I, well, I want someone that knows what to do with my career. This bourbon song, and like, what I'll would take... you do? What would you do? Where do you see me playing it? Uh, well, we would put you on a tour to Asia for about Shut thirteen years. Shut the fuck years. up! I love that. Thirteen oh. years. <laughs> it's it's a it's a non-union contract right now. So uh, <laughs> you know, you, it's kind of a. Uh, yeah, I mean, you will get frequent flyer miles, you know. But, uh, Todd, but uh, I all of a sudden, it's not so good. Send you to Asia for thirteen years. It sounds like I'm going to be doing things that you know that I don't want to do. Todd, I gotta say. I love a bit. You know what I love about bits? I can't bits? compete with that. That's a great deal. <laughs> oh, wait. But you were already offering me more. I offered you $1,400, but I cannot compete I'll tell with the 13-year like Asia deal. I'll tell you what I'd like to do. What's that? I'm going to take $1,100 and, 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 and use you. You're going to use me? I never wanted to go to Asia. Okay. <laughs> this guy's breathing down my back. I, I, don't, I didn't get that bit. I did all right with it, but it wasn't my favorite one. Um, but I mean, the, where I took it. I think this will. This is crazy. Who's uh, what are we doing? Redoing the place and putting in new microphones while we do the show. Um, this is old coffee ads. These are real. To okay. George Carlin. Harvey, want anything special for your birthday? Just a decent cup of coffee. Do we You're have kidding. Coffee? I'm serious, honey. Your coffee's undrinkable. It's pretty harsh. Well, well so's your coffee. <laughs> you know the girls play. down at the office make better coffee on their hot plates. And they got bigger bazoombies. Well, see you later. See you. Don't serve he your loves, awful he coffee loves her. with my steaks. Don't serve your awful coffee with my steaks. How can such a pretty wife make such bad coffee? I heard that. Oh. Darling, it's our anniversary. Why so glum? Nothing. Well, your coffee just doesn't taste any good. But he has to ruin their anniversary. Wonderful anniversary, dear, and thank you for the flowers. You're welcome, darling. But if you could do one thing for me. What? Try to do something about your coffee. I hoped it would be better today. Forget the coffee, Marge. It's never very good. But still, I... I'll get some at the plant. (laughs) Did you ever see Larry looking so happy? Oh, honey, happiness is a vacation. (laughs) Away from your coffee. They're watching slides. Is that it? Oh, my God. Every time I love watching it. Give me... Can I have a little crackle? What year was that? I get, I bet seventy seventy, Sheesh. at least in that area. That ain't right, man. Get on your phone. Be be calling. Uh, be calling somebody. I don't know one of who. I don't know if I want. I I want the bit to be done, but I don't necessarily want to do it yet. So maybe uh, Jake, you can play the crackle. I'll make our job the easiest. I'll enjoy it. We'll all enjoy what it. What am I doing? And then you'll be the uh, <laughs> call. I don't know what, but I want it to be you calling. Imitating an old commercial, like telling somebody that you live with that their coffee sucks, but you're okay. calling them from work. <laughs> Is that too? Okay. I don't want to be like I throw shit at you if it doesn't happen organically, and then, or could it be too, uh, 
two people in a relationship and they're not taken? I don't, I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, no, I'll do it. All right, let me go. Um, um, honey, it's, it's me, Hank. Hank? Yes, yes. She doesn't know yeah. <laughs> Your husband, honey. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a while. Well, honey, I gotta say, I'm here working on Wall Street, and I'm quite exhausted. Why, you might ask? Well, I got to say, it's because you make coffee as if you've been up all night fucking people for money. And I'd like for you to stop that, because, well, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but your coffee tastes like your fucking ass. And I don't want to be eating ass at, at 7 o'clock in the morning while I'm on my way to New York Wall Street. Honey, do you hear what I'm saying? Well, or are your ears too filled with the cum from the people you were fucking for money the night before? I gotta say, just to protect my show, that there's a lot of conjecture in this bit. And a very unhealthy relationship. But with that said, just that I pointed out, go back. Um, excuse me, bitch. Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Hey, defend um, yourself in the bit so it's a happy bit. Uh, Hank, don't you think that's a little harsh? Well, you know what's harsh is your coffee. It tastes like garbage. It tastes like the garbage that comes out of your fucking pussy when I'm eating it. Listen, honey, I've got to tell you that I've tried really hard to be a husband. But I, I might be getting a divorce Pretty pretty soon, unless your coffee-making skills improve. What? Well, Hank, is coffee a strange analogy for my pussy? <laughs> no, honey, it's not. It was just a, a nice way for me to tell you that your pussy doesn't taste good, and it's time for you to clean it. You see, I'm a bigot, and I don't like your coffee. And I like it when I don't get to like things, because that means I get to talk bad about things. I don't like talking... Nice, saying nice things about women, and I don't like saying nice things about coffee. I'm a garbage hey, uh, person. Hey, can I tell you something? I'm the operator. I just happened to come in on the line. Oh, hello. The operator. NSA. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, why don't you make your own fucking coffee? I don't know how to do it. Well, then you're myself. not so bright if you can't make a goddamn cup of coffee. You, I make. What do you? What do you, what do you call your wife to tell her she can't make coffee? Fuck you, you pile of shit. Oh, no one's ever stood up for me before. Well, thank you very much. What's your name, sir? My name is Thomas. I'm the board operator here at Bell Telephone. <laughs> well, Thomas, what do you say after you get off work at Bell Telephone? You come visit the Frank and Marie residence at 2481 Bellevue Lane in Illinois. Five hours later. Well, I really appreciate you having me over here, and thanks for the cup... This is the worst coffee I've ever had. Wait, what? Yes, your coffee tastes like shit that comes out of my ass. I'm so sorry. Well, I thought when I heard your husband on the phone, you must be trying to kill him. Oh, he's walking in right now. (laughs) Hello, everyone. I'm still on the telephone, even though I'm in the house. Well, that makes sense because it adds fun to this bit. I've got to tell you, honey, (laughs) your ass is. I don't. Let's let's end this bit. (laughs) Let's end this bit. What do we have to end the bit with? Uh, We got you good, motherfuckers. It's the Todd Glass Show. We got you. Every year we do one bit and we just ridiculously stupid and we try to see if we can fool you and we got you. We got you. We got you real good. Todd Glass emailed me before I did this and said, we're going to do a we got you on this show. Be ready. And that was it. Part of our spring concert series. And this is when I tried it. Baby, it's a dream come true. I'm having this problem with somebody. Walking right along 
outside of you Wish I could show you how much I care But I only have the nerve to stare Okay, Posette, I'm actually going through this with somebody right now Then I don't know how to tell them But it's, it's awkward Play it from the beginning Play it from the beginning Because it's like when you, when you hear a song And then you're like, oh my god, I'm dealing with that Walking right alongside of you Wish I could show you how much I care But I only have the nerve to stare Yeah, I feel it. Like, I'm with, I'm dealing with that with somebody. Wait, wait. I can feel a new expression But you're looking at me. On my face And you're doing side language. No, there's somebody in the room. Try to figure it out. I don't like this You're bit. You're pointing at me? I know. I don't like this bit. I'm not too happy right now with my uh, with my comedy Dude, Todd, choices. You're doing great, man. No, I'm not. You're great. I didn't like that bit and I didn't like the last bit. The bit before that was good. I but I even... initiated the last bit. So that means you didn't like my bit, Todd. No. Do you so think what? it was your fault? Yeah. Oh, you're taking responsibility? It's my fault. I forgive you. You're right. Yeah, you're doing great. This will get us out of it. I'm bullshit. I fucking Todd, suck. it's Graham uh, calling you from the car. I just got out of a couple of big meetings with the dump cake people, and uh, they want us to do uh, basically uh, a whole series of director commentaries. They're basically what they're doing. They're rolling out some really solid products, and they want us on board. Uh, they're doing dump cake. They're doing shoe cake. They're oh, doing like garbage it. salad. Uh, and a couple other ones that I can't even get into because they're too top secret. But, uh, I, you know, congratulations, I guess. We did it. We're, we're going to be the top dump cake commentary uh, comedians ever. I mean. That's a big deal. Woo. Listen, here's what we got to do. In every show, I like to start early to brace myself. We got to go in for the close. It goes so quick. But I take my time because I know you gotta just sometimes I know I am a billionaire. I am a billionaire. I expect to have a billion dollars. Being a billionaire. Is my birthright. Being a billionaire is my birthright. Millions of dollars are coming to me. Everything should go my way. Everything should happen perfect for me. It's my birthright to have a lot of fucking money. Hmm. It's my birthright. What would our video be? Like that's someone really trying to talk people into positivity. I'm, I, but I don't think that's a parody of it. I deserve, I deserve an electric guitar. (laughs) I deserve more than just an acoustic guitar. I should have a lot of money and feel that I can afford a housekeeper seven days a week. It's my birthright. I deserve chicken noodle. I deserve all the chicken noodle soup I want. I love chicken noodle. 
I could say a pussy joke, but I, I think I'm better than that, so I guess we'll end. I deserve. I don't want to make that my shtick. <laughs> you're the you. Well, you're known around town as the pussy Shut joke up. guy. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm known around town as what? The pussy joke comedian. Yeah, no. Wait, wait. You. What am I known as? Oh, the the pussy comic. Kyle, what do people call me around town? Don't lie to me. Aristotle, you're my friend. What is it that people are saying behind my back? What's my joke? Because I'll stop it right now. I don't want that to be my shtick. Pussy guy. What? I got something I'm going to tell to you guys right now. Hmm. If you think you sums of bitches. I don't want to do that bit. It's too hard. I just shit a little. (laughs) I listen. Do we have any Jeannie Moe stories? No? Mm -hmm. That's all right. Who gives a shit? I don't like her anymore. Um, I want to thank you guys. What, what's going on? Oh. Are we? Oh, you know what? Don't take a break. Let's play. Um, we, we did that remix of the Dumb Cake song, but we didn't let it play already out. And by the way, this lets the person know who sent the Dumb Cake in. That's really nice. Who sent it in? The Dumb Cake? Bill something. Bill. Uh, that I get the, the where the funny is, and Bill, we didn't. No, Brad Hill. Brad Hill. Brad Hill. He was so mad for a second. Brad Hill. Brad Hill. Brad. 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 Brad Hill. Brad Hill. Brad Hill. Brad Hill. Brad Hill. Brad Hill. Um, the, at the end is where it's really funny. Like he really put some little detail at the end. So listen to the whole song all the way out, and uh, listen to the very end. Here we go. Dump it and dump it. And dump cake and dump cake and 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 You love delicious homemade desserts, but recipes can be complicated and take so long to make. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new dump cake cookbook. Forget measuring. Now you can easily make homemade desserts in minutes. It's as simple as dump and bake. Dump cake and 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 dump cake. Dump cake and 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 dump it and dump it and dump 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 cake and 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 dump cake don't mix it. Dump cake and 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 dump it really is. Um, I loved it. So anyway, listen. Um, well, I wanted to talk about something when we came back. I forget what. Where'd you... No. Um, how long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, over five years now. And improv for like over seven. And where did you, uh, where'd you move out here from? Moved out here from Kansas. Oh, from Kansas. Yeah, yeah. And how long have you been doing stand-up out there? Uh, I'd actually uh, only been doing uh, improv back there. Oh, where did you do improv? Uh, just like 
Just like high school and like community college. John, you know, Johnson County Community College, home of the Cavaliers. Oh, cool. And, uh, you know, that's where I really found, like, my true true voice. Oh, cool, cool. Where, where I knew, like, I need to I need to head out to L.A. right now. When so, did you, and you, okay, well, good to know. Where yeah. did you, where did you, and, uh. Yeah, so, so I started just saying yes and to, to everything. Oh, cool. And that was, yeah. like, a changing point for you? Yes. And. I realized, you know, I think I, I I should give LA a shot. You know what I'm? I'm I mean, <clears throat> I gotta I gotta I gotta ask you a question. Um, you think this would work? Sometimes, like I don't really. I want to take a nap during the show, but the guest is talking. Could you act like you're talking? We have this pre-recorded thing, and then I think it might work. But tell me if you would if you would if you would call me. Do you want me to talk? Yeah, like I'm I'm listening to you. Yeah, sure. Oh man, uh, oh. pretty funny thing happened the other day. I was driving down the street, and then all of a sudden my um, oh. check, my engine light came on, so I had to take it to the Volvo dealership. And it's so kind of bullshit because I'm kind of broke right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the guy said that if I really wanted to fix my car, it was kind of pointless. Uh-oh. I might as well just buy a new Uh-oh. car because that's how terrible Uh-oh. my car is. You know what I mean? Now, could you tell that I wasn't Uh-oh. listening? No, I couldn't. Not oh, really? No, yeah. I mean, you were over there asleep. But if, I imagine if I was listening, uh, I wouldn't notice. What's your favorite curse word? See, I do a real show. People are jealous. It's killing me. I feel bad that they're that jealous. Right now? Dickhead. Dickhead? Yeah. Do you have fr- one? Just say, you freaking dickhead. That's fun. Watch your mouth, you comedy store fucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nothing? Uh, Jake's so worried about his reputation. He goes, I hope the guy didn't, was Todd would, I could get banned from there with. Uh, Maybe jackass. <laughs> no, what, jackass? Yeah. Is that not strong enough? No, I don't swear. Fine. I don't swear. Either does Jake. Jake never sweared yeah. a day in his life. He said when he was younger, his mom would made him pay to. Put a, uh, I got soap is it worth it at time. this point if I can't get it out of I my think mouth? Tw- twice my mom put soap in my mouth. Ooh. She did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did it taste good? What did it taste like? <laughs> yeah. It she wasn't put, good at all. Roast beef soap. Oh. Oh, yeah, not real soap. No, yeah. I no. put hand soap in my mouth before. It t- horrible. Can I tell you something and I will keep. <laughs> <laughs> well, me too. And you, I can't you, tell you why. You've done that too, right? Well, yeah, because you want to clean your mouth. <sighs> and there's no mouthwash. You no, that's it. not the only reason. Um. Whores. Um, listen. Uh, <laughs> Segway was. Uh, no, but what were we just talking about? There was something. Oh, yeah, with. Uh, Roast beef soap? No. Arby's? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're the worst listeners in the world. Anything. Roast beef? Arby's? No, we were talking about something. Oh, serious. I was going to make a serious comment. And don't worry, I won't forget it. <clears throat> we were talking about something. Oh, washing your mouth out with soap. Mm-hmm. And I said, I promise I'll keep this a minute. A minute. I sometimes say, clock me, but then you let me go longer. Don't. A minute. I love when I hear someone that knows what they're talking about, the, the putting the mouth in the soap thing. I heard someone say that on some call-in show where there was a therapist, and she was so angry at this woman. And it was like, well, we did that back then. But I'm, it's, I'm not the one to defend it, but that was commonly done. But appalled. This person that, you know, the, the therapist on the talk show was like appalled that somebody would do that. But, like, that's funny out of all things because that seems to be the gentler of what people did, even though I don't agree with it, but, like. Yeah, you know, you have a bad taste in your mouth. I don't feel like it's that big of a deal. I never. I do, and that's where you're wrong. You're on my new show. I caught you, you unevolved fuck. Oh. I'm kidding. I don't know what to do. But that, that, that doesn't mean I don't know what to do. That's what's great about this show. You just talk about, 
I don't know. I don't know how to bring. You it know what my ma- my parents would do when I would curse? What they would just uh, punch me in the face. <laughs> no, you know what? Sometimes that works. Sometimes that works. You pu- how about the uh, parents that would go? This I do think is morbid. Uh, and by the way, so the soap thing we we've evolved past, but there's different levels of things that you disagree with. You know, some are worse than others. But um, the pulling the pants down in public—that is so. The, if anyone, if you broke down why that works, it's like you know how already we've taught you that sexuality and your body is dirty. Well, wait till we pull your pants down, and the most embarrassing thing that we've instilled in you is embarrassing, and let the whole world see. Everyone at the mall will see your penis, and well, it's and well, we're spanking you naked. Are you sure you're okay if that's how you're threatening your child? There's no other fear. There's no other sense of responsibility that you can teach them. No other method than pull your pants down in public. I bet there's some really good people that have done that. And never thought about it. They went, oh, yeah, that really does sound like, ooh, gross. That's a comfortable person, too. Somebody who's just able to pull, yank their kids' shorts down. You know what I should do? Pull their pants down when they're older in public. Yeah. Well, because, you know, that's what's funny about you. You think you'd want to be patient with your kids because I think if you are, I bet the odds are that if you're a parent and you really are loving with your children, really loving, you, you get mad like every fucking parent, so you yell, but you never hit. You never physically hit. You, you make mistakes, and God damn it, it's how can you not? But you never hit. I bet the odds are you're in your favor. When they're old, you'll return that gentleness. You'll return that patience. Of course you're not going to turn around and hit them when they're 80, but you might be short with them. If, if someone instills this crazy way to deal with anger, I bet it will work for you because you know what? Old people can be manipulative, and old people cannot listen to any ration. And once in a while, it wouldn't be so bad to spank one of them. And wait till you're 80, I and then your this. parents go, that's right, exactly what you taught us, and just give an 80-year-old a good spanking. 80 isn't old enough, I guess, for 80-year-olds. We have a lot of 80-year-olds that listen to the show. 80's not old. It's not old at all. It's not where you're, in, it's not where you're unaware. How about 95? No, 120. Thank you. That's you're old. Right. That's officially old. Like that song that goes from kids from 1 to 92. What about a 93-year-old? Yeah. How's he feel? I'm one year away. There's good talk like this that made me the number one. We're, by the way, the number one uh, TV association uh, from the. Oh, I forgot how much. The Todd Glass Show, voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Association. 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 All right, no, no, I don't want to do a bad bit. I'm, I'm thinking I'm starting to slip lately and do shit. But anyway, we all. Oh. Todd, Whoa. we've been meaning to talk to you. I knew it. You've been slipping. What if there's someone listening that goes, he's right and he's aware of it. That means They've been calling you Todd Shattered Glass lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jake coming in when I need him the most. Tom Martin. Oh, he loves when we play that. Tom Martin loves it. He listens to the show when we play that. Now he's like, oh, I'll listen to the rest of it. Hey, there's Tom Martin. Oh, he's happy now. There's a, there's a kid now. in my high school named Tom Martin. Is there really? Yeah, and he would go, uh, every time he'd get in trouble, he'd go, wah. <laughs> <laughs> they'd go, Tom, you're in trouble because you, you pissed in the hallway. And he'd go, what? Wah. <laughs> was he trying to be? Tom Martin. Wah. He could never get why he was getting in trouble. He's like, Thomas. Give it to me. Ask, tell me something. I'll be Thomas. Thomas, you started that fight, and you called that little that poor young girl fat. So you're going to go to, you're suspended. Whoa. 
We just wa- what we does wa just mean? told you wa- what does wa mean? Why? Oh, he would say why? Wa. Yeah. Oh, wa. But wa. Wa. Like he would take someone and but steal the, their lunch the, and eat it, the and then teachers steal their would money. Go, Thomas, you have to go in the hallway right now because you just cursed me out in front of the class. Why? I just told you why. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for him. I think that was like me, but I didn't pick on anyone. I just wouldn't learn. Anyway, he didn't pick on anybody either. He was cool. Why? I remember this one kid, Charlie something. Well, I guess I don't remember him that much. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not worth telling. I'm Charles Bubla. I forget his last name. I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. Me and my brother. Oh, that's that was, where he was from? Yeah, that was our personation of him. I thought everybody from Alabama, he was really like, Morning, Charles! And me and my brother would do an impersonation of him. Not to be honest, even then, we didn't do it in front of his face. Right. But we would do it everywhere else. Um, my name's Charles. I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. And I want to say to you... Ah! <laughs> Play it again. My name is Charles. And I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. Anyway, he, was, he ended up being... Uh, I ended up being friends with him. And, uh, well, he was the only one that would befriend me. No. Well, the truth is, to George Carlin, we did make fun of him behind his back, but I was friends with him, actually. But my brother did an impersonation of him, and it was funny. He used to wear green vests. I looked at a picture of one the other day. Even in fourth grade, well, that was second grade, he had this green vest. He would always wear these vests, and I saw a picture of us, you know, like from our school picture, and they were pretty cool. Goddamn oh. kid had some style. That's nice. Even though he was from Huntsville, Alabama. That's where my whole Hi, my from. name's Carl. And I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. That's most of my family's from. And I'm here to tell you. All right, I'm done. I got nothing. Huntsville, Alabama's where that's where most of my family's from. I like it there. It's so pretty in the summer. <laughs> I try to get out of it. <laughs> Where'd you move here from? How'd you get started? In I college? moved here oh, from Kansas. <laughs> I know. What if I didn't hear you talk all night and Jake has a friend? So, like, all night we don't hear you talk. So when I, fi- I do that whole thing and then you come to the mic and we're like, oh, you didn't tell me your friend talked like that. Jake, you could have hit me under the table. You know what I'm talking about. Do talk. you guys want to hear more <laughs> saxophone? Because I can play for you if you like. Sure. I mean, yeah, I brought it. You might as well Sure. It. What if you played it like that? It sounded like that. Somehow you got that sound to come through the, the box. <laughs> what do you call that piece you uh, with the top thing? What's that called? The bill? Uh, the... Uh, the well, the wood really, part is really the talented. reed. What the wood part the is uh, the reed. The yeah. reed, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you play an instrument? I play guitar, drums, bass, and a little bit of piano. Oh, what do you play? Uh, I play sax and uh, guitar. Cool. Uh, yeah. Thinking about it again, I don't play drums. I don't know why I said drums. Because you wanted to fluff up it. You wanted to make it look bigger. I was just thinking of all the bands. Jake plays the guitar. Go into so I count that band. as sort of for me too. <laughs> <laughs> The symbiotic I mean, relationship. You know, well, it's part, it represents the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know, I don't think yeah, we yeah, need yeah, to yeah. be tit tat. What he does, what I do. Yeah, one and, time you carried it from my car to the. And I did, and that's true. I forgot. Studio. I even forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So I do play it. Well, do you want to sing a song to close? By the way, did you have fun? I had a great time. Okay. I had a really great I'm, time. I'm gonna, I, here's what I like. You know, you never see like a talk show where while they're doing it, they talk about how it went. <laughs> you know, can you imagine like Jimmy Kimmel? How do you think it's going? You know? yeah. But that's the advantage of what we can do. 
And this was very relaxing for me. Mm-hmm. Like I had a good, I really did it because I'm, because I probably know both of you guys and you're not, you're just, you've been on the show so many times and I just wanted to let you know that I'm dying. Of what? I only have, what do you think I have left? Seriously, I'm not trying to be morbid. Tops 50 years. Yeah. Tops. Well, did you hear what happened to uh, Billy, Billy Taylor? Are you serious? Yeah, he... Uh, Is this true? To George well, Carlin? No, about 50 years ago, he ate some of that guacamole from that Mexican restaurant on the corner, and he, he died uh, just last week. <laughs> he was 50 then? No, so it was about it's... 50 years ago, he ate the guacamole. And he, died, he died last well, week. Well, you said to George Carlin. You, I don't think you heard me say that. Well, yeah. Okay, so erase that. Wait a second. So who ate guacamole? Well, did you hear what happened to Billy Taylor? Billy Taylor? Billy Taylor ate guacamole yes. from that place, that Mexican place on the corner. That then, Mexican place. And then like 50 years later, he died. Did you hear that? I didn't hear it. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know. Is that a, you think this was ever a funny joke? Marriage always marriage only ends two ways. Is that like when who did somebody somebody originally had to write that joke, right? Yeah. Marriage ends in only two ways divorce or death. Either way it's not good. Mm-hmm. That's negative. Wait, is that a <laughs> is that a, <laughs> Well that's funny. I was so about to say that's the fact, right? About, Isn't that just more of a fact? It's just a fact, but it's really tilting, you know, uh it's really it's it's not well, who cares? What I have to you know what? I'm so tired of being politically correct. With Bill Maher. Fuck marriage, man. Marriage can suck my dick. Yeah. That's going to be my platform if I run for office. Yeah. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Nam, where's my reverb? I'm running for office. I need reverb. I'll come in here and fix the streets of... of, uh, What what area am I being? Boston. Boston. (laughs) Or... You can suck my dick. <laughs> That's not a real bad. Either way, it's all you win for sure. If I don't clean up the streets of Boston, you can suck my cock. <laughs> you can suck my seven-inch cock. <laughs> if I do not end up cleaning these streets of Boston, I will tell you right now that I will allow each and every beautiful girl out there to suck my cock. If I do not end up... Poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. be socially aware. If I do not end up bringing civil rights to the people out there who deserve them, I will tell you right now, I will allow each and every beautiful, handsome man or beautiful woman out there to suck my fucking cock. See how you can take a little switch and make the bit socially tolerant? Yeah, but it's still he's an asshole because he only wants a a handsome guy or a beautiful girl. At least he's open-minded to either sex. No, he's not. He's a dick. No, he's just so greedy. He should want all men and women, not just the beautiful right. ones. Not just the beautiful Eventually. ones. Eventually. You know what else I've been thinking You're about? You're socially Tom? relevant. That's why I, I like All right. You. It's all about, at first it was gay issues, then gender issues. I'm talking incestuous issues, <laughs> all right? Next, that's the next step. By the okay? way, is, if it's consenting people and they're of age, does that have to go away too? Or Imagine there people that, this. Imagine no, I'm being this. honest. Are no, there, no. That's what I'm saying too. Imagine this. I don't know. You're a, a gay kid, Okay. And you're in love with your brother. <laughs> and you and your brother are both in love with each other. Imagine how hard not only it is to come out as a gay boy to your parents, but a gay boy who's also in a relationship okay. you know, with your brother. To clean, to clean this up, to clean this up, let's uh, – by the way, not you, – you'll understand why I'm cleaning up. Let's just say it's a, 
it's a boy and a girl, a boy and a girl, a boy and a girl. In, in what the you know, so so you and you you're right. And if you feel that, I don't know. I would love to hear what a therapist says about that because they'll brilliantly tell you why it's okay and it's societally taught, or they'll explain. They would they wouldn't tell you what to think. They would educate you, and you would make a logical decision. Well, I and think- I would like to hear that education thrown at me, so then I can go, oh, it is. It's another one of those things that we've placed limitations on, or there could be some reasons. Well, I don't it's, know. It's not good to have kids. That, well, that is right. That's technically. Is that true that the children will be born? They'll um, be born maybe with handicaps. Right. But that's the next thing, right? People are always like, well, what's next? People going to be wanting to marry their animals? No, I think and that's the next. So what the if they next, do? That's the next issue, right? Is that it's going to be incest, right? It's got to be. Well, hey, but I'm that's, thinking about the future here. Hey, we got Hey, and I accept it. Except Me too. Yeah. I said I can't wait to get older. Be like, I want to be 100. I want to live to be 100. You know why? Because then I can really lay into other 100-year-olds. Yeah. Whatever the social changes, I'll be like, shut the fuck right up. Here. Oh, my ride's here. My ride's here. My ride is here. My ride is here. My ride is here. My ride. You should go. You should go. My ride is here. My ride. You should go get it. Was it was like a recording of one that you're just gonna make him wait. You should go. You were the first to say that. My ride's here. Well, you should go. Here's what I'd like to do. Uh, I'd like to think of a good song. It's it's just a fun way to close the show and all do a sing-along. My ride's here. That was a revving engine went by. Not too funny for the radio, and plus <laughs> the fact that nobody even in the room heard it except me. I like to make sound. I like to make jokes about sound effects barely heard. All right, listen. So um, let's take a deep breath. We'll get the song, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap wrap it up with that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> and now part of our spring concert series. We'll take you to close with a classic. The only two things in life that make it worth living is guitars and tune good and firm feeling women. The, the basics of love. Let's go and talk to That was really fun. Chip, chip, chip. Ah. What?
Oh my God, Paul McCartney's here. Oh, hi, it's good to see you. How are you, Tom? Oh my God, are you... <laughs> are you really Paul McCartney? Yeah, I came to see Wit, big fan. Oh, dude, all right. Yeah. Are Let's you... take a break. We'll talk to Paul McCartney next week, part of the Todd Glass Show. We'll be back with Paul McCartney next week. Fuck, this is going to be amazing. We'll be back. We're done. Oh, let's play something nice. I want to do something really nice as we leave. Let's play. We'll go to break. We'll play these two things. And I think together they're actually really nice. This one here. And then uh, with this one here. Hey, uh, Jake. Great job. Oh, shut up. This episode is brought to you in part by Purina. Purina is dedicated to creating richer lives for pets and the people who love them. From helping older pets think like their younger selves to making cat ownership a possibility for more people than ever, Purina is helping pets thrive so they can live long, healthy, and happy lives. Purina has you covered for all your furry friends' needs, whether they meow or bark. From litter to treats to their best-in-class, nutrient-packed food with taste your pets will love. Purina's got your back at every stage of your pet's life. Your pet gives you the joy of the spring sunshine all year round. So today and every day, care for your pet with Purina. Your pet is Purina's passion. To learn more, head to Amazon.com backslash Purina.